My name is Thomas Proffitt. I'm a filmmaker based outside Philadelphia, PA, and I'm looking to create a life for myself writing and directing films. On this podcast, I give my take on things as well as interview friends, filmmakers, and interesting folks about just about anything. You can find the full podcast catalog at ProfitableProductions.com backslash podcast. Profitable is spelled like my name with two F's and two T's. You can also find clips from my episodes there as well as my films. I hope you enjoy this podcast. Tom Profit Take. All right. Uh, continuing Stas's interview. Okay, we're back. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to do that so it saves the file. Oh, okay. In case, like, we reach the end of the memory right, card right, right. and it, it, uh, can you yeah. imagine if we like not record any of this stuff? I'll be like, Shit. oh my God, yeah. <laughs> well, I'd All release right. the audio and, and one of these is going to be working. Yeah, the yeah, audio, yeah. But we got to get the video, the, the video. I got to dress up. <laughs> if I know, I know it'd be a shame. I mean, if, if my camera failed, I would just make it your camera. Oh, it'd be one man show. Yeah. But if your camera failed, I'd cut I cut all the video all together. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because it's the guest that matters. Yeah, um, but we we got the cameras working, so yeah. no problem. Dude, if I knew this was gonna be such a long interview, I would have changed the memory card. I can still change it if we if we That's get to that okay. point. But yeah, I think we'll probably good. wrap yeah. up before then. We have like thirty six minutes yeah. left on that thing. Yeah, dude, I didn't. So, this is we're we're on to four hours and ten minutes. Dude, I this is think, intense. <laughs> I thought this would be a two hour interview, but it's because I have twenty two questions. Oh, okay. To get through. Did, did, and I, this is the through? first podcast where I actually have my iPad in front of me yeah. and I can look at it and read what I'm doing. And nice. I have a timer telling me things. That's and good. Dude, that's, this is how I'm doing podcasts from now I hope, on. I hope it's interesting. I hope. Dude, I feel like this was just... pro probably my, probably the one of the best or the best podcast. Oh, because man. I, th I feel like we talked about wait, wait. I, the first Chris time. Chris Cole, you got to top that one. <laughs> Chris, Chris, come on the I'm podcast. I'm throwing you the challenge. <laughs> Uh, but uh yeah dude i'm get, we're gonna throw him the gauntlet oh, we're yeah, gonna yeah, get him on a... gauntlet. um no yeah, that'll, be a, my... that'll be interesting i i want oh, yeah. kevin austin i want to get all the people you know i was talking about doing like a multiple person podcast mm -hmm. we will be able to do that because yeah, I, yeah. I have two extra mics i can get probably get a a, a four, fifth um microphone yeah. I, I have one um we can okay. probably do a fi five person podcast yeah. but it'll be weird to get fit everybody in on the cameras um Four, I can definitely do. I, I tested that. I can yeah, definitely do that. And try to... But, um, yeah, no, I feel like we talked about a lot of things. Like right. you know, the fact well, that we delineated my like the the my thought process on writing mm -hmm. that was great, very important yeah, to me. I've never important. done that before, mm -hmm. and that was good because I, I that, you went into so much details in this. And this the, is the really clouds good. and the dirt metaphor is like how I'm gonna explain it from now on. Yeah. Perfect. Because, perfect. And I'm going to re-listen to this and be like, okay, that's how I explain that mm -hmm. because that's it. That's, that's, I've never explained that before. And that's why I love doing podcasting. Yeah. You learn how to explain, right. communicate things. Absolutely. By yeah. doing it. Because I did my, so my podcast is yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. But back to your, your, your question, my favorite failure, right? Yeah. Yeah. We haven't answered that yet. Yeah. I have, I have an answer for that one. Mine totally not going to sound too cocky, but <laughs> Yeah, when I was, uh, when I was, how old was I, 17, I didn't get that audition after, after. so basically after summer stock, after I did the 42nd Street, came all high mighty, here's my first big role, wherever in theater, high school theater, whatever. Um, people praise me, all that stuff. I don't know much English, but hey, like here I am coming for uh, audition, for, I think it was any audition for, it was going back in the fall mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that was fall. And I did an audition for a main role in any musical, mm -hmm. another musical. And I had the good praises from my teachers and the, the theater director and all that from, from 42nd Street. I come in, I think I didn't really prepare much for audition or maybe I did. I don't remember at that point, but I did the audition. I didn't get the part. Oh. But, and I was just like, how did I get the part? I did such a great job to myself. I'm like, whoa, like this is ridiculous. Like I just came off on 42nd Street. Like, wow, did such a fantastic job. And they were like, oh yeah, you can be like a part of an ensemble, but you'd be part of an ensemble. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm like, fuck I'm gonna be okay. the lead, motherfucker. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I'm done. Like, I'm a no, lead actor. Get I, out of here. Yeah. I mean, and it sounds bad, but hey, it's about it's about it's about yeah. improving. You know, it's about the self improvement. Yeah, I was like bad at that time and very bad behavior uh, at that moment. So uh, they we start rehearsing right right through the editions, mm -hmm. and I was in the, in there doing whatever dance or whatever during. I said, I gotta go to the bathroom. You left. I left. I, I took my Good. shirt. I went out. I walked Fuck out. Fuck yeah. Go for it. And then at that time, football team was there. Uh, and my friend was on the football team. Wait, was, is like, this is, this is in America? Right? Yeah, it's yeah. here. Okay. Yeah, it's here. It's, it's, it's uh, at my high school. Forgive if I missed that. Yeah. So. And and uh, my friend Mike was there. And uh, he was just like, yeah, what, what's going on? I was like, what are you guys doing? He's like, oh, we just finished our practice football team. And I was like, oh, can I like. Why do to join? They're like, you want to join? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, we have, we're going to have a meeting. We're just, you know, starting. And wait, you were, you were in high school at the time, right? I was at a high school. I think it was, yeah, yeah I think it was the spring, I think. Oh, okay. something. So you played yeah. in high school, right? Yeah, in high school. Oh, okay, it, was, okay. it was, yeah. It, was it wasn't just like in college or something. Okay. No, no, college. I wish I did, but no, yeah. college was different. Um, Yeah, college was sports. I was an athlete in college. Student athlete. <laughs> Student first. <laughs> but uh, yeah. <laughs> important <laughs> so for, not, not my, my, my freshman year freshman year was a little bit different uh -oh. yeah. let's talk for another podcast okay <laughs> but yeah um so yeah i took pride i i was the pride took best of me at that time mm -hmm. looking back at it that was my f failure at realizing that being humble is 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 what I need to be. Yeah. And I wasn't humble at the time. And I wasn't humi humility. It taught me humility. It taught me being humble. It told me, taught me um, that it's okay to like, you know, things happen. And it's it's okay. It's, you just have to take take it with a grain of salt. And, mm. and you just have to, whatever you did before, don't matter. You have to come in and you have to be prepared. You have to do addition or whatever you're doing in life as it's your first time doing it as it yeah. is your, it's, it's your first and only time you're doing it like you got to give it all, all you got you got to be super prepared everything uh, it's a one one once in lifetime opportunity for you and you got to treat everything like this so that failure of learning that taught me later down the road when i was when i was auditioning and now like later um i was doing uh in cnn uh was the, you know lincoln american president i auditioned for a part, like one of the big parts in there. And, you know, addition mm. was good, but I didn't get it. Um, and the, but the casting director reached out to me. He said, well, we have other roles if you'd like to, you know, participate in this. And I said, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I would love to mm -hmm. like, this is for me, this is like art. Like I, I want to do this. And now looking back at it, I think if I didn't fail back in high school, 
I would be a very different person now because I would mm-hmm. I would I would not know what it is to fail, what yeah. it is to kind of like you know. Yeah, it it gets you humility. It gets you. Humility. That's why I love that I fucked up with Rusty Spade. So mm-hmm. like like in a way that I mean it, honestly, I look back at it. We watched the film. It wasn't that bad. Wasn't that bad. Yeah, no. I mean, it just it, it bugs me because I wanted it to be better. Um, mm. We always want, and I, to I be thought better. it was worse than what we saw. Right. Yeah. That was actually a, a take where I was like, okay, that that's acceptable. Mm-hmm. Um, the the takes I thought I had to work with were not so good. It was like at the end of the day when the lights were going down, and honestly, the camera was like it was going to be so dark on the and, and it was going to look so dark on the on the look of the camera. But that, that it worked out right, um, yeah. pretty decently. Uh, I don't think it was film festival worthy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I never did take it to film festivals because somebody was like, I wouldn't put it to film festivals. Mm-hmm. I was yeah, that's why. I mean, you're, you're kind of like, you still, if you, if yeah. you feel like for it, go for it. Because I could you still, never know. I could just cha- regrade oh, yeah, it. Absolutely. I could recolor grade it and put slap 2021. <laughs> yeah, slap 2021 on it. Whatever, yeah. <laughs> we just uh, made it. Rusty Spade redo. <laughs> redo, right, right. No, Remake. I thought Remix. about it. I thought about it because I was talking to uh, Mike Inglis. He was playing Noel, the guy with uh-huh. the gun. And I was working with him on on uh, this film that you helped out on. Uh, thanks for helping out on it. Um, it was uh, it was the uh, John's film Real mm-hmm. Oranges, and I was DP on that. And uh, we were talking about it, and he was like, "You planning to do another one?" I'm like, "You're, you're planning to do a re- re- redo it?" And I'm like, "You want to do it?" Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah. "No, no, no, no. <laughs> like, I didn't mean. I, I didn't mean like, like that. do it with somebody else. Yeah, like, yeah. I think. I mean, if I would redo it with anybody who want to redo it." Mm-hmm. Maybe like the later down the line, just just to like re- feel like a just redemp- feel it just, just for just yeah rusty spade redemption and in the That's way of redemption called. rusty spade redemption I read that redemption <laughs> yeah rusty spade redemption uh and and we redo it with uh them and 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 if he doesn't want to do it um I'd have Kevin Oster do it yeah uh, he sounded super interesting he wished he could have done it yeah I'd have him play Noel probably mm, that would be or cool. uh, I, yeah maybe yeah and. And really, just we rehearsed the fuck out of mm-hmm. it. I might even rewrite it or not. What is? Yeah. We rehearsed that fuck out of it. Probably shoot it on a wider lens. Mm-hmm. I maybe would do it on a, in a as a one take. Yeah, I'd have a DP, maybe Chris Cole if he wanted to, um, or somebody whoever I'm d- having DP my films. Um, and we'd basically uh, we'd rehearse it on set um without the the cameras or anything Mm -hmm. and then rehearse it with the cameras and sound and all the people involved Mm. and then then we or or and then we'd start or we'd start we'd we'd do a rehearsal with camera and 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 sound person to figure out stuff and then we'd come back and shoot it for real right yeah that would be good with with all the makeup and everything or makeup would have to be there for for the rehearsals um yeah, because because it, it was a, it was a challenge. Like yeah. that we had to know where the camera would be, and the makeup artist had to know where to be and how to like dress it up and and mm-hmm. do it all. In the camera, we'd probably I'd 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 be down to do it, Damn. just just so that I can stop fucking bitching about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also in the way like you know how uh uh the Justice League was Zack Snyder, yeah, how he yeah. did this like you know the process it wasn't happy with the first cut and the second one i mean it was like four hours long or something like this but it came like fucking amazing andre tarkovsky's film stalker 
which yeah. I, you need to watch. Okay. I, and I you can watch it because it's in Russian and you can, all, you can watch I it without understand. the subtitles. <laughs> or, well, you can't really get rid of them probably. I probably but, still need subtitles. So is it, but maybe. <laughs> he shot it three times. It's a mm. three and a half hour epic. Wow. He shot it three times because the first Man. time the footage, the film fo stock yeah. was experimental at the time and they right, shot it on right. certain great films but it's like it fucked up and it desaturated or decolor went went kind of greenish or something right. and it wasn't right but and, and and basically they didn't have color timing at the time right today they could actually refix it they could fix it wow they didn't know but the second time you did it the dp sucked or the dp wasn't doing a good job as he wanted mm -hmm. and and I believe it, you know, yeah. he knew what he wanted and he didn't believe that it was good enough. So then he went and redid it a third time and got it right. And got it right. Wow. And I, it's one of my, it's probably, it's second with The Mirror. It's one of my favorite films. Um, my, yeah, I got it's it. one of my top three, if, if, if depending on whether I like Mirror more or less. I, I like Stalker a lot. Um, yeah. It might be my favorite of his. Um, I can't tell. Um, but that film killed him. Mm. No, of course, three hours. Like, no, I mean, killed him. Like, literally? Gave him cancer. Oh, wow. Because in Russia, like, wherever they were shooting, yeah. either I don't know if it was the second, third, or, 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 or the first one they shot. It, was, it might have been the second or the third. Mm -hmm. I think probably the second. I, I have no idea. But one of the times they shot it, they, were, they didn't know, but they, were, they weren't told. But there was chemicals in the air or something. Uh, and years later, all all the crew started dying of cancer. Wow, that's heavy crazy. as fuck, man. That's heavy. His yeah. wife got it. He got it. Wow. Luckily, his son didn't. Get, I don't think he had his son at the time. That's crazy. But yeah, um, he, you know, and then I don't, I, and I, I wasn't sure if that had something to do with why he left Russia. I think it had something to do with something else, mm -hmm. but. Then he did. I think after that, he never made another film in Russia. Yeah. I don't think it had something to do with that, though. Mm -hmm. But he went to Italy and did a film there, and he did all these other films. Um, he did Nostalgia, I think, after Stalker. Or, or I might be wrong. It might There might be another film after Stalker mm -hmm. that he did in Russia. I could right. be wrong. I forget. Um, no, I, no, it might have been Stalker that was the last one. Okay. I, can't, I don't know. Um, but basically, that film gave him cancer. Gave the whole crew cancer. I'm pretty. I'm nearly sure about this. Wow. I mean, I heard of, it was a YouTube video. I watched about it, but everybody from the film that was on that project, most people got cancer. That's so sad. That's crazy. I mean, and, and it's like, but it's like, it's it's like, it's one of those things. It's like they got cancer trying to remake a film that should have gotten done right the first time. If yeah. they did, if we got it right, done right the first time, or they, if they went with what they had, right, they, they wouldn't have killed they him. Wouldn't killed him. But I mean, and it, it's. <laughs> Some things you can't predict, you know. It's yeah. just some sometimes it's just you just gotta like, do your best with what you got at the moment. Yeah, you know? exactly. And that's going back. Yeah, that was a real downer. <laughs> <laughs> Let's but no, I mean, again. I wish. I mean, like, I mean, I, I, I think he made. He had an incredible filmography. Mm -hmm. Um, like, I think I loved his last film, Sacri the Sacrifice. Yeah, but he was that. That was when he was starting to fade, and and it, it was about this. It was it was it was basically a film for his son, um, oh. about you know the sacrifice of a parent or something and yeah to and and at the end of the film or i don't, don't want to spoil it but it's like it's uh i i i it people people say it's his 
not like his far farthest from the best films the the sacrifice his last one Mm -hmm. probably because of how you know he was probably weak at the time and he was on his deathbed you know giving telling people how to edit it i heard i could be wrong um but it's like that i mean i i felt something from that film that for that was the first film of his that i watched second time immediately after watching the first time yeah it was a two and a half or, or three hour film and after watching it, I watched it again. And that was the first time I realized if you watch a, a, a Tarkovsky film for the second time, you, you have a different view on the book. A different, a different experience. Wow. Unlike any other movie yeah, yeah. I've ever seen. His movies, I can watch them multiple times and feel something completely different each time. Wow. That's, an, that's, that's, that's why he's my favorite. If yeah. I was on an island and I could only watch one director's work or one film, it would be a Tarkovsky film mm-hmm. or all Tarkovsky films. Like I would just yeah. watch them over and over again. Yeah. Cause I do it all now. That's part of my routine at the end of the, each day mm-hmm. I'll watch like some films that are for entertainment. Yeah. You know, candy, you know, yeah, I, feeding I, my brain candy. Right, right, right. But then I'll watch a Tarkovsky film like five minutes or 10, 20 minutes. Yeah. You know, I come the same way. Like, but I watch like more of like actors films. Like I, I can watch Tom Hanks movies yeah. over and over again. Cause I'm one of my favorite. I, yeah. McKellen movies too. Mm-hmm you know um over because it's just it's just the act just the art like you just notice and and ever since i started like learning more about acting and you know been going to school like you you pick up so much more you just you watch this as now your mind is in a different place quick question yeah and this is actually a segue into this question um do you have favorite films or greatest influences? I think you just mentioned like Ian um, and McCollin, yes. Tom Hanks. I would say, yeah, I have several. Sir Ian McCollin is probably one is is one of my most favorite actors, and I don't know. I mean, if I ever if I great ever, actor, great guy, he's a great Seems yes, like. absolutely great everything. And as I mentioned before, you know, he's done so much for you know the LGBTQ mm-hmm. community and movement, and just all this other work that he's done, the humanitarian work and everything mm-hmm. else. Just just absolutely done a lot of different good things and just in art theater what kind of actor it is or movies that he mm-hmm. made macbeth and uh, actually he inspired me to um learn shakespeare mm-hmm. to 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 get into macbeth and all this stuff and learn and study and all this stuff so um yeah if i ever i don't know i mean that's a wishful thinking but if i ever do hopefully one day someday get to work with him dude We'll make it happen. That would be, yeah, that would be fantastic. <laughs> I mean, that, that. Sir Ian McKellen, this guy is your greatest Please. Fan. <laughs> yes, absolutely. No, I mean, just. I wouldn't say that it. because I wouldn't want to set you off on like the, a foot that's like hard to like, you know, like uh, you, you don't want somebody to be like, hey, this is, this guy's crazy about you. No, 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 no not, not crazy. No, no, not that. But no, I'm he's, just, he's a, respect, fan. He's a fan. Yeah, as a fan and, and as a fan of his work, I think fan of the like art. He'd, he'd yeah. dig it. He'd, absolutely. He'd make your day <laughs> yeah i mean as he says like as he said before he's just like if i can inspire a kid that that's out there in the theater like sitting like rows before like that i play for this for this 15 year old boy or girl or whoever it is that that, yeah. that, that that's wonders what, what's happening out there you know like mm-hmm. h- how pull the curtain and then come over like let, let me show you something mm-hmm. i mean i'm that kid like he, yeah. for me he he's that guy 
uh he 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 you know that that inspired me that got me you know watching this then i have other uh my favorites i mean helen mirren is fantastic uh, meryl she has Strip. The mask master class yes she does she, yes she, she does. talks entirely about costumes and clothing <laughs> yes yes <laughs> well i haven't watched her yet but but yes i, I would like there's one lesson maybe on the on the acting technique yeah. and she talks about and she i think she had had a good point about like uh Al Pacino and how he mm. dances on a on a mountain on of, the, of, of 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 technique and mastery. Oh and yeah, Al Pacino. Like, and he just dances like, on the top of of that preparation. And yeah, everything. it's yeah. like that's that's a good analogy. Right, but, yeah. but other yeah, than that, other than that, yeah. <laughs> but no, she's but, great. She's yeah, great. she's great. I, I mean, her. Helen Mirren, Meryl Streep is like was one, one. Yeah, Darlene's a huge fan of Meryl Streep. Darlene's huge. Yeah. yeah, Meryl Streep. I like. Um, I think she is. She just mentions her a lot in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like I Sorry said, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm pretty sure she is. Yeah, no. Sorry. But I do have like, I mean, I have so many. I, um, Tom Hanks is 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 one of my also favorites. Uh, um, Michael Fassbanger or Fassbanger. Fans. Okay, <laughs> we cut this because I can't say his name correctly. No, Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender. Fa okay, so well, I'll redo this. Fass Michael yeah. Fassbender is one of my favorites. That's fine, man. Yeah, that you're good. I'm not. I'm, do I need to edit it? I think. It's I don't fine. know. I mean, you, if you, it's fine. It's yeah, funny. Yeah. It's funny. It's, yeah, it's there funny. for humor. And Natalie Portman. Um, yeah. I, yeah. Just just to name a few. Um, I don't know if I, I mean, there's a list. I have a big list. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I watch all of them. I watch Inspiration. And the fi favorite movies, mm -hmm. <sighs> all sounds silly, it's but it's good. Go one. for it. Lord of the Rings. Go, dude, good. Lord of the Rings is You want to know what got movies. me thinking I could be a filmmaker? Lord of the Rings? It, it wasn't Star Wars. It wasn't, uh, well, I love Star Wars. I love the, all these things. You yeah. know, I loved, uh, you know, like, Jaws, I love Steven Spielberg movies mm -hmm. and whatnot, but none of them ever made or Martin Scorsese films, or I never really watched them before then. Yeah. But like when I was a kid, uh, we mainly just watched big blockbuster movies when I was a kid and whatnot. But then like No Country for Old Men was always on the TV, mm -hmm. and as a and I was in elementary school watching it in mm -hmm. second grade, like yeah, oh, it's an interesting movie. I don't know what's going on, but something yeah. interesting about it. Right, right, right. Uh, you know, Coen Brothers and and uh uh. My mom knew she would be like, you shouldn't be watching this, you know, <laughs> at the time. But, you know, uh, in second grade, I, I, I saw the trailer for Inglorious Bastards. I was like, Mom, I want to see that movie. And she's like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I saw right. it later. I was like, I knew I had good taste back then. Yeah, if yeah. I saw that and I was like, I want to see that movie. I was in second grade. Second grade. But no, um, my first the, the movie that made me think, oh, I could do this. Transformers. Transformers. <laughs> By Michael Bay. Oh, man, oh it's such a horrible oh, taste. But no, I mean, the, but you I know mean, what? I, can that. I, you know, it got me excited about it. Right. And, and you know what? I think the main element was I wasn't intimidated. Mm -hmm. I no. watched it like, I mean, I was intimidated by the special effects. I was like, damn, I could never do that. But I want to. Right. Like, yeah. I want, I, I mean, want I want to make it. And you a never movie. know. I'm, well, future, you might. Yeah, you might know. want to. I mean, I don't know. Now my my tastes have become more like you know. I love movies like like uh, the Coen Brothers movies mm -hmm. and shit. You know, yeah. I just love. Uh, but no, right wow. now I watch a lot on Criterion Channel. Which have you ever seen Criterion Channel? Mm -hmm. That was like my, my next question. Mm -hmm. No, um, but I was just like with the with that um, with the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, is 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 the one that I watched. Uh, I watched when I was eleven, and I loved Tolkien stories and everything. I watched it in Russia, and I got hooked up. Yeah, absolutely. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's good, it's good everything. Everything is about it as a masterpiece. 
Yeah. And uh, if I like, there's a Lord of the Rings Amazon series coming along, and if there's any additions, <laughs> I would love to. Man, that's my dream play? come true. <laughs> Who I'd play? Yeah. Or any? Or what would you young, want? Young, kind of... young Gandalf. Young Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can try. Go I can for do it. this. Make the dream come true, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then one I more. Hope you do. I know, hope hope I do too. But one more, one should more write, thing. You should write and direct and write act in in the Gan the Gandalf prequel. Young Gandalf prequel. But young Gandalf. Young Gandalf. Young Gandalf. Young Gandalf. Gandalf the young. Gandalf right. the young. That's Gandalf it. the young. That's Sounds it. Like that's there and back again. That's it, man. That's it. That's the title. Yeah. Gandalf but the Young. Here's the, uh, my my other copyright. Copyright. Copyright Stash Snyder 2021. That's right. 2021. <laughs> but there's other person that I have to mention, one of my favorite actors that I haven't is Matthew McConaughey. 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 <laughs> sorry, I'm not, Matthew I don't McConaughey. Mean to make fun of your right? I'm That's sorry, dude. <laughs> no, I Matthew McConaughey is yeah, yeah is just like is the sound great. of that. Mah- Mah- I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to make fun yeah. of you. But no, he's, yeah, he's correct. Dude, he's, do you have you ever seen The True Detective? Seen, oh, oh my god, that Damn, show dude. is on another level. That was on another level. That, the, oh man, that that blew my mind. I watched it. I think I I couldn't get into the second one. I watched a few episodes, but then yeah, stopped. second one was like yeah, I stopped too, and like the First third one, one. Damn, dude. Yeah, first one is that was on another level. That was and on with a metaphysical Woody, Woody level. Harrison, such a phenomenal. The chemistry, uh, chemistry is oh my god, is crazy, and just the, just everything about that show is just, so I I love that show. Yeah. I mean, I and his movies. One of my favorite Matthew McConaughey movies. Um, I it's it's that the movie that he made Gold. Yeah, I like yeah. that one. Yeah, that was what caused Nolan to cast him in uh, Interstellar. Interstellar. Oh Interstellar. yeah, that's the Dude, I forgot about that. That's, that's my favorite that's score one of all my time. Favorite. Yeah, that's so, another my most yeah. favorite movies. So you know what? I realize I'm running out of time on the the clock, but you, uh, I don't want to stop this. I okay. want to keep going. Okay. Uh, I want to. We'll, we'll we'll keep talking a little bit okay. and for like two more minutes, two three more minutes, and then I'm gonna get change cards and then we'll continue. Okay, perfect. Let yeah. me uh, let me just make a. Are we, we're gonna stop that. Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to? So we left off talking about um, like I, I asked you if you've been watching uh, we talked about influences and then, that, yeah. and, and we asked I asked I you about um, yeah. Do you ever watch any like Criterion Channel or I? It mm. used to be Filmstruck and then they got canceled or something and they got they had to like change it um. I just want to check my my levels. Wait, wait, yeah, my is, levels is, is this on? This is on. Yeah, yeah, it's so recording. Everything Everything's going. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> All right. Well, it's a. The we got the backup. Sticks. Yeah, everything's. Yeah, everything's yeah. everything's good. I'm pretty sure. Um, sticks. Yeah. No, we did. Uh, oh, okay. I just do that. I just clap three times. Okay, um. So, basically, uh, testing, testing. Yeah, there's audio on the cameras. Okay. So, yeah, basically, um. What I was going to ask, so yeah, you, you never watch any Criterion Channel films? Basically, Criterion Channel is like, it's like a it's like a streaming platform, but cheaper than Netflix, much cheaper. Um, it's like a hundred bucks a year, mm-hmm. and uh, which is like eight bucks a month, I think, or something like, something around that. Wow. I forget. Um, but basically, it's chock full of, of classic masterpiece films, foreign and domestic. I watch 
because of that, I've watched so many um, foreign films, and, and the, the the director of uh, of Parasite, this film that I think was did that win Best Picture? Yeah, it did. I believe. So. I haven't seen it yet. I think, but I agree yeah. with him. In I think his I think it was in his speech, or maybe people just attribute him for saying this. I have no mm. idea. He said, you know, foreign films are great. I don't know if it was a speech or I think he said this though. Foreign films are amazing treasure, and it's it's like if you just get over the the one inch barrier of mm, of subtitles yeah. or some or one foot barrier if you're watching the, in a theater, right? Yeah. Um, and it's like so true because it's oh I I I've I've found my style of filmmaking from watching films that I had never seen before from from places that are alien to me you know right, yeah. the same was true for like even george lucas he mentioned that he watched um he he, he had watched so many kurosawa films he, he he never watched a kurosawa film and then mm -hmm. a friend of his is like yeah Yo, you got to see this 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 japanese film director's work it's it's in a theater or something nearby nearby and he went he's like all right all right i guess yeah, I'll, yeah, i guess i'll go see it. go see it i guess i'll go see it <laughs> and he got, went and saw it and and then ever since that um every star wars film has the classic white fade <laughs> kurosawa oh started God. that but he did it in a meaningful way but right. I, george lucas i think kind of ripped it off but mm. You watch any of his movies, they are so, so like, there's so much uh, inspiration from Kurosawa and his, and George Lucas movies and oh, Star yeah, Wars. Yeah. Star Wars. Star Wars started out as a, started, Star Wars started, Star Wars started out as a rewrite of, of Kurosawa's film, Hidden Dragon. Really? Yes. It started off as that. What, what it's, what Kur Hidden Dragon has that Star Wars has kind of is, is R2-D2 and C-3PO were based on... Mm to um to oh, what was the, the lower class people it was basically about like class systems and whatnot mm -hmm. but it was like these two um what's the word for it uh like they're, they're very poor like 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 uh i forget what their the name is the word for it but they're they're like the lowest of the low class and these mm -hmm. these they're bumbling about in in the, the desert and they they and and somehow they get wrapped up in this bigger adventure Wow. Um, and, okay. and there's like, you, you realize it's like them escape those, those, you know, younger people, like yeah. they're, they're not younger. They're, there's uh there's like, there's the lower class, you know, two characters that are based, basically became the inspiration for C3PO and R2D2 mm -hmm. getting caught up in these big, you know, fucking things that are yeah. bigger than them. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you can see the, that the, there was like a big scene where they were, you know, they were, uh, imprisoned, uh, by this, this, uh, um, this tribe or something or, or whatever it was called or that basically uh, and their king like you know had them all doing like 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 building something some right, kind yeah, of yeah. like thing for him like some palace or i forget what it was it's been a long time since i've seen it but and then um then it was like an uprising there and then and and a, like a battle broke out and they just managed to get out of there alive and it's mm. kind of it's kind of like r2d2 and C3PO. yeah yeah see trippio in, in that and, uh, in that the, the first where they try to uh get out of the ship yeah right? and, yeah basically and it's like that probably started from from this uh, became what we know as them getting off that ship mm -hmm. and going in the, the escape pod oh there's yeah. no life forms in the escape pod but then 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 we have um and, and then there's the Darth Vader, the evil character who, and then there's the backstory to him that he was once on the good side. Mm. And, and when the main samurai character, 
who was basically kind of like Obi-Wan and Luke Skywalker combined, right, right, right. you know, faces off with him, you know, he doesn't die like Obi-Wan, no spoiler, of course, everybody's seen it by now. Um, yeah. You've seen Star Wars? You've seen it, right? No, I've never seen Star Wars. Fuck. No, oh, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, just kidding <laughs> this joke i don't like spoiling movies Snyder. for people <laughs> he just did <laughs> I'm no um so or or just for anybody who's watching yeah who didn't watch I, star I, I wars did. Ah, <laughs> no, it's, okay. <laughs> it's your fault um spoiler sorry um so basically yeah like uh there's the battle between those two forces and and it's like like you actually see darth vader's entire arc through the saga mm -hmm. within hidden dragon the movie. oh yeah yeah it's with it's all within there right so that uh george lucas expanded that into the the six films mm -hmm. and and he actually like but he also flat but he fleshed it out right yeah and and had it be had to do with family and his son coming and you know so it, it made it family and um because he, he was big on like like making films for the kids right. um they don't they didn't do that with the the sequel trilogy um another shot fired you know um <laughs> basically um he yeah so there's so many like motifs and things or there's things that were like the 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 residue mm. was still there from right, from the yeah, hidden from, dragon film right, of kurosawa yeah. everything down to like the transitions mm -hmm. in the screen uh, and the style but it, it's like also um they basically uh probably hidden fortress because it was a hidden fortress and it, it's kind of like uh there's a re hidden rebel base or i don't know yeah, there's, yeah, there's yeah. little things that you you watch and you're like yeah it seems kind of like it's kind of similar seems fishy but also and the other thing he, he kind of copied with that movie mm -hmm. and I, I say copied um well it took took some stuff it, it, i guess it, well, inspired got inspired by it well, basically copy when it comes to the music, because mm. they started with temp music that were basically classic symphonies at the right. time. Um, and I can't play it here for you, but I'll play it after. If you look up The Planets by, I uh, forget who, but there's also Rite of Spring by Stravinsky. Mm -hmm. You hear some of that, you're like, what, this is fucking Star Wars. Like, yeah. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Rite of Spring by Stravinsky was was a revolutionary uh like symphony mm -hmm. when it came out yeah. it just rocked everyone right apparently right. like it was even mentioned in, in this film or the film steve jobs um he, he met, used it as a metaphor wow. you know that when you know stravinsky wrote you know right of spring like people tore out the the seats you know but mm -hmm. they never bought the album or something i was one of the lines right, i right. love that line um also uh but they basically used that as temp music when they cut the film mm -hmm. and when you know the, the i don't use temp music for this reason i've tried take i tried doing the the podcast uh trailer the 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 intro for mm -hmm. this podcast i used this track that i wanted to use and then i found out that it like i i was like oh shit i have to license it for each podcast oh, really? episode and each clip i have it in wow but then i found a way around it you can do a lifetime like a lifetime license for like uh i forget well, how much was it like 70 or 80 bucks i was like <laughs> yeah That's i easy. want the yeah because i tried having my, my my darlene's brother who's my composer for feeding the fire right i tried having him do something but i i realized i gave him temp music to work to yeah and it just wasn't as good as the temp music i liked and so like then again i mean he was using a different program he couldn't really i mean i didn't give him much i didn't give him right. much time um but I just ended up going, I, I ended up finding a way to work around it. 
Um, other than against him, he, he did an incredible score mm -hmm. for for feeding the fire. Yeah, um, yeah. and I loved it. Um, but it was it, it it's just a it it just even you know John Williams, uh, or you know like 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 even great composers. Their the bane of their existence is temp music, mm. um, like, and, like like yeah yeah and the, that temp music is uh... basically they 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 edit it edit the film to an existing score. So like say you're less you love a you're you're the director and you love mm. uh the score from from Interstellar. I love that score. Right, yeah. I'm gonna edit my film to that. I can't use it now. What happens when you do that? You fall in love with it mm. as the director. You fall in love with it. You then if you edit to it the, the 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 composer now has to make the music very close to the temp music without it actually without it being copyright infringement you have okay. to find a way to make it different enough and 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 it's hard that but but the big problem is it's like it's like telling a writer you have to you have to write a script mm -hmm. but it has to be um well, then again, some writers would like this. Um, yeah. It has to be, it has to work with it. It has to be just like this script, though. It has to, you know. Here's the thing: what what's a movie you hate, or what's a movie, uh, or not a movie? What, well, like, or you know, let's think of a movie, the movie that I least like, or, or, or not a movie you hate, but like just any movie. Well, it's and it not this isn't necessarily a movie you hate, or you know, say, uh, I want you to write a script for me, but um, beat for beat, it needs to almost match shrek but we have to get away with it <laughs> uh, yeah all right that's, yeah uh, okay <laughs> yeah imagine that okay. somebody likes or 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 uh or uh uh you know you have to shrek's a great movie let's let's not right <laughs> that's not let's you know, not go with that <laughs> yeah no but or you know so you have and it's like you basically as a composer, you can't do something that's original and unique to you. Right. Yeah. You can't do something that you're capable of doing really well. Mm, right. And you're not allowed to have fun with it. The right. fun part for a composer is exploration, mm -hmm. from what I've heard, because I watched Hans Zimmer's masterclass. Uh, and, and Danny Elfman. It's all about that masterclass. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, basically, it's uh, they have... Um, it's like it's 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 finding the sound for them. It's finding the, the, the it's an exploration of what 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 sounds create the soundscape for the score, mm -hmm. or, or you know how how, how then once you have the sounds or, or idea of what the sounds are, working within those sounds and, and composing stuff with the sounds and, right. and figuring yeah. out okay I like this this seems to work and and uh and and also just having ideas come to you out of the blue. I can't write a sketch that's based on something that i like that i can write a sketch based on something that's completely original mm -hmm. that i right. like yeah and i like that more than even than, and even and so it's like the job of a of a composer or even a writer to to copy what something something exists mm -hmm. to a degree where it's like people will praise it and love it and right. you right. love it yeah. and feel satisfied with the 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 process of getting it the fucking sink um <laughs> the basically like the process of uh of getting to that isn't as rewarding if it's if it's a cop carbon copy of something right. else yeah yeah especially for like music uh so like if like like but i i heard george lucas and and like 
I wasn't sure if it was George Lucas or if it was John Williams who really liked the the, the temp music mm-hmm. and wanted to keep to that. Yeah. Um, but George Lucas told John Williams, you need to save my movie, right. apparently. Yeah, yeah. And I, I heard that. And so he basically went and um, used the temp music. I, I, I think he sensed, yeah, these are really, this is really good music. If I just kind of make it close to this, I'm already in the ballpark. Mm-hmm. We already got a great yeah, movie. Great movie. And yeah. so basically yeah um i don't i don't know you hear all these contradictory stories it's, about like legendary movies that were made and yeah and you're not sure which one's true like you hear hear that like he's like can i need you to write something to save this movie but if he had the temp music he had an idea for the music already so he knew it wasn't like he watched the film with the music and well you hear that yeah you he watched hear. the music the film with the music for the first time and it was transformative but if he had the temp music there, like, didn't he already know what he was, where he was going right, with it? Right, I mean, yeah. I don't know which story is true or which maybe, maybe the temp music didn't as work, didn't work as well as, as his music, music score, yeah, you know, the, maybe it worked better. Yeah. But then again, it's like going back into I like, think John Williams is a good yeah. composer. Why not? But it's just, it's just being like, I feel like just in anything, because originality is probably the best yeah. thing to go. And like, you know, with the original composer, like composing the original scores, I think that's what like really you know, brings up a movie, brings up anything. Mm-hmm. Another thing that he did was uh, at the time he was getting, delving a lot into the research of, of Joseph Campbell on mm-hmm. mythology. And and if you've ever heard, there's a book called A Hero with a Thousand Faces that I actually recommended to somebody mm-hmm. recently. It was that book and The Art of War. Mm-hmm. Or not, no, The War of Art War of by art. Stephen art, Pressfield. Art okay. Different book, <laughs> different book, but inspired the names, yeah, the, you know, yeah. the less. The War of Art and and A Theory with a Thousand Faces, once I read those two books very quickly, I then went on and wrote the 400-page manuscript. It was like, it became the dragon I had to wrestle with. Right, yeah. And The Theory with a Thousand Faces, uh, 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 the art of, the War of Art is basically uh, a book on, it's a tactical book on how to get over the fucking the, the the fucking thing called resistance that stops any artist or creative or writer right. yeah. especially writers you know we 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 have all these excuses why we're going to put it off we're going to procrastinate we're going to push this thing off you know mm-hmm. really what it, every, all those things that evo- that keep you from actually approaching the work and doing it right are basically the resistance right as yeah. it's called the resistance seeping in Resistance even comes in the form of people around you seeing you make a positive change and sensing it and subtly mm-hmm. giving you jabs to stop you. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That happens. Yeah. I mean, in creative kind of like artistic way, it's always yeah. probably, you know, kind of happens. I mean, it's a bad thing. Could be, you know, could be used as a good thing too. But yeah. But yeah. And, and, but you have to get, you have to learn how to get over that. And, and through that, it's discipline. Mm-hmm. It's not drugs. It's not, you know, alcohol i mean some people may may manage to work at work i can't use any of that i need a consistent routine Mm -hmm. i need i need meditation and work out every day i need to i need to meditate i need i I need naps you know i I actually nap power my my sketches my comedy sketches i actually write them i try to write them entirely in my naps and then i from memory and Mm -hmm. then I flesh it out and make sure it's right and then then i write i start writing for the first Mm -hmm. time i write the first draft and Usually it's the the, first, the second draft is pretty close to the first yeah, draft once I yeah. get feedback, or it's pretty off. It's pretty, not hitting the mark. Yeah. And Wait, sometimes I don't know. No, but, sometimes yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's the creative process of 
finding things out. But you know, what's interesting, like you're saying, okay, you, the, your ideas come from like, you know, you taking, you know, just thinking meditation maps or mm -hmm. whatever. It's like just segments right into the, the, the film. What is the filmmaking? It's just dreams of people's yeah. dreams that we turn into and putting it on the screen, you yeah. know, and presenting that. Everything comes from, you know, our imagination and our imagination is active when we sleep. Yeah. You know, yeah, like dude, you wake yeah, up with a great just... story. It was like, whoa, what I just dreamed about and I want to write about. Yeah, thing. I find it's when you're in that deep state of creativity, mm -hmm. whether some people say it's when you're driving too. I, yeah, I, uh, I yeah. somewhat have that when I'm driving. If I'm coming, it's usually tactical things mm -hmm. like 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 really small level, low level stuff yeah. that I can come up with like on the way home from somewhere like if I. Like when I came home from the, doing the first podcast, the first podcast I did with, at David's house, I came home driving home and I was uh, thinking like we should have did a bunch of stuff better on that. Um, like I think like we used lav mics for the entire thing. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay. I shouldn't do that. Yeah, shouldn't do yeah. Um, but no, it was just, uh, you know, I, I, mean, I can think of low level stuff to fix. But not 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 usually problems, or sometimes uh, it depends. But mm -hmm. definitely, or and that might change in the future. It's cause sometimes my my creativity changes. It's uh workouts, uh, meditation and naps. Meditation and naps are huge. I think. Yeah, for me. yeah, um, yeah. I can come up with a lot, especially if I take coffee right before the nap. Mm -hmm. Um, coffee right before the nap, like a, little, a few sips of coffee for a nap. Does that Put you to say i usually for me it just like wires me up and i'm yeah I'm no that's the it. point i want to be wired and up and up enough that i can think during the nap very constructively right while i'm getting the restfulness wow. of sleep okay. of, of a 20 minute power nap yeah. i have I, I i i set the timer for 20 minutes and 37 seconds just in case like it for the first 37 seconds I'm like abort mission. <laughs> like I need to. Uh, I'm not. You know, I, I fuck something up. I need to fix something. <laughs> right, right, right. Then I'm not like to, too asleep. But once that 37 seconds is up, you know, I'm in the nap. Um, mm -hmm. and then that 20 minutes is the nap. And and by the end of that, I'll have had a few minutes where I'm in a deep sleep. Right. Yeah. And I'll have you know, but but you know, I've done it enough that I my I've conditioned my body enough that I can consistently know as soon as I I hit the hay and I'm down. I can start thinking mm. and my brain starts to think and that's where you and i start getting into a deep state of thinking right. and, and uh so i use that um and this is actually a great segue because i was gonna my first of the third three questions i have we haven't even got, touched on any of the three questions oh, the three questions <laughs> we might go to the six hours probably not i don't know if you have if you don't have time it's about, it's like 10 26 right now uh, this has got later than i thought it would but you Man, know this i'm down great, this dude um I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> Do you have so, any creative routines or things that make you more creative or have more ideas? Like uh, mine was m meditating, napping, workout. Yeah, I um, right. I, I listen to music. Yeah, and m music helps me to uh, kind of like think creatively. And I, I listen to like you know all kinds of music, all genres, uh, but like. Film scores, I love film scores. Yeah, and I sometimes I think of a track, and I think of a story mm -hmm. that would go with the with the music. So I like I always associate music. Song. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> For me, it's like that. I mean, oh no, I, I I know. I'm sorry, but it's like <laughs> it it just it just brings out like the music, and I and I think of a scene, and it's like sometimes the the story, and so like music is is one of my creative ways to to think of uh, workouts. 
um, after workout, I usually like my mind is more free, freer and like, you mm -hmm. know, kind of like oxygen is in your brains and you can like work, you know, think about mm -hmm. different things. So like a post-workout, usually I, I get creative and I get more, my, my body wakes up and I get yeah. things done. You yeah, know? I feel that too. Yeah. Um, the, the other way is just is, um, I'm not going to about that one, but well, okay. It used to be, it used to be, um, video games. Really? Yes. Yes. It used to be video games. Uh, when it's I was hard younger, though. When, when I was younger. Yeah. When you're younger. Yeah. But like, I find later in life, I'm like, I don't you usually don't, get ideas from video games because, or, or they suck. Yeah. Well, you see, like Generally. I, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah. Sometimes, like, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. But I mean, like, um, there, there's some, I love the ones that drive store Assassin's Creed or, oh, or Red Dead yeah. Redemption or, uh, uh, the Witcher and, you know, Henry Cavill, big video game guy. And he, he mm -hmm. plays Witcher and that's how he kind of like, he wanted to be the Witcher. Uh, oh. Geralt of you know Rivera in in the Witcher oh, series, sick. yeah. He he actually I think he called his cat his uh, agent and said like I want to get into like I I want to get this part. I want to try to get this. And because he he's a such did they a know big... that it was being in production at the time when yeah I think it was just in okay. the early stages and then he, he auditioned cool. and I think he, I don't know if he auditioned or he just I he probably had to audition. Uh, but but he he was like i i need to be on this i need to be because like i know this guy because i've played so many like i've played the that's hours cool. of witcher Dude, and imagine stuff that like playing this. a video game and so becoming much. the character Dude, yeah that oh is my god yeah. awesome my thing is like my my one of my favorites is the uh red dead redemption and um besides and I always wanted to like play certain characters on that one. I was <laughs> Dude, like, you looked apart, man. I'm I not know. Lie. Like... You, you could do it. <laughs> yeah, I, and and it's just like I was like, this is right now really too with the the. <laughs> oh, with that, yeah. <laughs> I know. Anybody's like, watching like, the podcast. Uh, I know. Maybe He's dressed in a suit. Listen, that Arthur Mor Arthur Morgan on the younger. <laughs> Dude, you do look like him. Yeah, yeah, you could totally play oh. it. I, you know what? I kind of I feel that way with like Halo, kind of like I. Mm -hmm. Part of me thinks like I'd never do like a big tentpole movie where like I'd never want to. Yeah. But if I had the opportunity to do like a Halo movie, I'd have to have total creative control, which right. would never happen. Right. I'd have to have, um, you know, reasonable budget. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I I mean, I I'd have to have creative control though, and Final Cut, and be writer director, right, and. You know, I I I would work with somebody who is very well versed in the the lore and, mm -hmm. and the story oh, yeah, and the history yeah. of or all the things so about important. Halo. But I would probably do something either within the world of Halo that is like something that is super just has so, so much drama to it mm -hmm. and tackles things that are personal to me, right? Uh, in a way that I can only do in Halo, mm -hmm. and I could I, or, or I would do, I would, I might even do like what J.J. Abrams did, where, um, you know, I I basically uh, rewrite some of the history, but in an intentional way, like an alternate yeah, universe yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, that might be pretty cool too. Yeah. Um, and I got, I have some ideas for for that because that I've heard some from watching some YouTube videos. Uh, you know, that I thought I heard something about. Um, I don't want to get into it because mm -hmm. you know if they want the idea, they had a they got to hire me. That is right. But um, <laughs> you hear that Microsoft? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that would ever happen. But um, 
because whatever I do, it's going to be, it's going to be bold. Right. Yeah. Cause I do bold things. Mm -hmm. I want to do bold things. Yeah. And, uh, I aim to do bold things and, uh, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you know, these big, you know, they don't want to take risks. Big companies don't like taking risks. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah. but if you want to make great films, you got to take risks. Right. You got to take um, risks. Absolutely. That's my belief. Uh, yeah. I think, uh, but you know, I mentioned JJ Abrams. Uh, I meant to mention this earlier. Um, he went to, when we talked about college, he went to college, uh, you know, and he was going to go to college or something. He mm. wanted to go for filmmaking and his dad told him, get like, go, go, get a liberal arts or something or something. Don't, don't learn how, how to make films at college. You can do that on your own. Yeah. Learn about what stories to tell. What stories to tell. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. That, but I, I don't want to, I don't want to get too much into that or we can, yeah. but it's, uh, you know, uh, back to, you know, video games. Yeah. I, Halo or, or, um, yeah, they're, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, uh, yeah, from them, it's just like, it's a story driven. And yeah. you know, now uh, in, in film, like they're making movies now based from video games that based on video yeah. games. And I mean, of course, there's some of them are, uh, hit, some of them I miss. It depends on which, which one you, you do. I think there's, uh, the biggest one. Well, oh, The Witcher. Yeah. That's the prime example of, of the success. Mortal Kombat came out. I haven't seen Mortal it, but, Kombat, but David yeah. was like, oh, that was pretty good. It's good. Yeah, I liked it. I like, that's, I like, that's not how David sounds. Uh, no. <laughs> Sorry, David. No. But no, yeah. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> I don't think how he doesn't say. He, no, but yeah. I can't do an impression of David right now. Um, but yeah. But yeah, Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Um, Assassin's Creed came out. I, I like that movie. I, mm -hmm. I'm, I don't have I don't have anything against. I it. bet they I bet him, uh, they uh, something Michael Fassbender and M Marie Cotillard something. How do you pronounce her name? Sorry, uh, Corslin. Um, um, so, yeah, but I I, I the, before that they did Macbeth. Yeah, was like a dude. Have you seen that? I have that was not seen fucking that. Fucking crazy. I need Cinema to see it. Cinema, cinema gold, man. Like the I, cinematography. I've, man. I've heard about it. The oh. only reason why I don't see it still ref refusing is because I am I'm, I'm working on like um, doing just the self tape of Macbeth. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Don't do that. And well, I wait, want to, wait. Yeah, I have to it's wait. It's gonna it's gonna make you be it's whatever. It's gonna make yeah. me do whatever. That uh, Michael uh, fans you're doing a fat self tape of that. Well, hold on. But yeah, they. I feel like they had to in order to do that. They had to do that. Mm -hmm. They had to negotiate. Okay, we'll do this this assassin's creed movie if we do this if we do yeah if we if we, we'll, we'll do we'll, we'll do that if we can do the macbeth thing but oh you're yeah, saying yeah. you were doing a self-tape thing of macbeth well i want to it's either so in my in my plan is i either want to do a self-tape of that just something simple or do i want to make it like uh a, a, a little a minute or a minute and a half uh um with, what what's this for just for, just for yourself for to real, like get for, better as a an actor. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to do something, and then just is for it just real. A, a, oh, is it is it a monologue or is it it's the a whole thing? No, 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 no. Oh, just thought, a, no, not. The I whole thought thing, you no. were working on the whole thing. No, I was like, uh, no. This no. is a one man show. He's no, playing everybody. Not, no, I would not. I could not. No. You dress it. up in a wig, telling your wife telling you to to be yeah, more ambitious right. or something. What was it? <laughs> no. I forget what her, her role was, but yeah. Yeah. No, no. I was what she was doing with him. Yeah, she wanted him to be like more. I forget what the. She wants him to be like. Oh, she wanted. She wanted him to uh, like like kill the kill King Duncan. Yeah. Uh, you know, King Duncan. King Duncan. And, yeah, and yeah. which which he does, and uh, then he becomes mad, and then his wife dies, and then he, I think, he dies. Yeah, yeah. The story goes, but spoiler. yeah. Spoiler. You had you had like a few hundred years to read the, the play. <laughs> yeah, the play. <laughs> no excuses. If not, yeah, exactly. No excuses. Go read it. But yeah, no. Um, that one. 
Nah, it's been a while since I saw that Macbeth film, but dude, I remember watching. I was like, this, this is spectacular. The visuals and everything. Oh, yeah. uh, but then, but then there's also uh, there's a movie acting that too. acting. There's also a movie that uh, Ian McKellen did, um, Macbeth. Yeah, it, and it was it was just set up as a theater, mm-hmm. and uh, th- that one I watched a little bit. Yeah, little have bit you ever seen um, Lor- any of Laurence Olivier's or or, or there's Laurence Olivier did film versions of of these are on criterion channel by mm-hmm. the way dude, oh which, get, which, which, which dude, is the topic i'm gonna get yeah. you on criterion channel yeah i gotta check Man, them out because yeah. you're gonna change as an, a filmmaker and an artist and a writer wow when you okay. watch these things because it's I, on it. I didn't i i don't think my my true film like i i didn't i wasn't a sin i i thought i was a cinephile but then i then there was the there was a period mm-hmm. I, I can i can divide my film career this way <laughs> There was the period where I thought I was a cinephile. I thought I, I knew movies and I was movie buff. Mm-hmm. And then there was a day I got filmstruck, but then filmstruck died. And I, but I had watched over a hundred, maybe two hundred films. Oh wow, yeah. In a span of a year. And then it With died. Two hundred films in the span of a year. No, hundred or so. Hundred. Wow, that's or like a year or so. I forget how long. Yeah, I might be exaggerating. Uh, probably, no, it was it was a, probably over a year. Mm. Um. No, it, no, it was like a good year or so, a little bit longer, probably a hundred or so. Because I watched three a week. Okay, that's the number. Yeah, yeah, it's like 150. Wow. So, because 52 weeks in a, a month or in a year. Uh, a yeah, but that, I mean, I mean, that, that that's kind of like you know, I made it an effort though to yeah. watch, try to watch three a week or more or less, mm-hmm. um, and. Basically, I'd say like 100, 150, somewhere between that, you know, um, in a year. And it changed me. Mm-hmm. It literally changed the stories I was interested in telling, the way I was yeah. interested in telling them. So, like, that's the thing. Feeding the Fire came as a result of m- working on this other project I grew out of love with mm-hmm. because it didn't match the mov- movies I started watching. Right, right. All these movies I was watching for months before Feeding the Fire inspired me in ways that this other thing wasn't satisfying. Mm-hmm. And then I, I got the chance to do start fresh and write something specific to mm-hmm. what I was watching. Right. And I, I made I made Feeding the Fire based the story based on it and then the writing based on it. And that's where the Feeding the Fire just felt like a classic era, modern like a fifties, like 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 a like a like a, like a golden age movie. It right. It felt right, like a golden yeah. age movie with like a bit of a, a foreign film element to yeah, it. Like yeah. like like a like a like uh, I like true. I was a big fan of Truffaut at the time. I still am. Mm-hmm. I mean, I but I watched. I watched a lot of his films then, um, and he was my favorite at the time until Tarkovsky took over. I think. Um, but uh, you know, I, I uh, yeah, it's just that that became the lifeblood for me mm-hmm. that I needed to have a better perspective on filmmaking. I right. Think. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's fascinating. I mean, like, we, but then also I, I tied it to my real life experiences, the films I wanted to make. Yeah, so yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, sorry, but no, if if it's like, um, you know, that's why we find different inspirations. What fits our fire, like, you know, for you that, for me, you know, this music, <laughs> there's other fire. Yeah, well, fits the fire. <laughs> I don't know, like yeah, fits, you use that. Sorry, fits the fire. <laughs> but yeah, like, uh, also besides that, I don't know. For me, is also like the way creative process works. Is I, I read as well. Mm-hmm. You know, like the books and things like that, Just read something and that make me think of another different story, different time. Uh, the, the current events as well, like, you mm-hmm. know, science, I love science. So yeah. like science is uh, also a fascinating s- subject and especially space and all that and fascinated with that. 
Yeah, there, there was um. Have you ever seen Tenet, the movie by Nolan? I have not. I have to watch it. Yeah. It's based on this concept. This is this doesn't spoil anything. I don't think. Um, there's this concept I read in a Brian Green book about mm. how if an egg drops off the counter, it rolls off and breaks. Yeah. Based on physics, advanced physics, there's a chance, very fucking finite, that it could actually reverse and come up. It's called reverse entropy. Really? I read that and I was like, what? <laughs> but somehow that? it kind of, there was like, there was, there was logic to it. Yeah. There's, there's like, I don't know how to explain the logic, but it, it, it's a thing. Mm. Now, Nolan turned that into a James Bond style action thriller. Wow. That's 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 taking a concept that's that go, makes you go, huh, <laughs> and what? then turning an entire movie about. Here's the thing: the first half of the movie is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Second half, mind blowing. <laughs> wow. All right, uh, can, I, 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 if it's all right with you, I want to kind of explain. The second half of the movie is him going backwards in time in a world that's moving forwards. Wow. Yeah. Wow. The way they executed it, I'd never seen something like that in movie theater before. Wow. It, 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 and, but, but also, you saw everything that they went through everything that happened up in the first half of the movie in reverse. And, but, you know, and all these weird things that happened throughout the beginning, you're like, oh shit. Oh, that, oh, that's, wait, that's, that's it. That's, that's it. why that happened. <laughs> It's. Wow. I'm sorry if I spoiled it. No, 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 I, not I at all. I didn't no, spoil I mean, too much. I don't think. Just, just, uh, but oh my god, dude! Wow. I watched that. Yeah. So the first half is is cool, but the second half, man, dude, it is all all. It just it it's just jaw dropping. Wow. And, but you know, the only the only thing it felt like it lacked was and and I you know I, I think he did his best with what he had mm. like I watched the movie more than I've ever watched one of his films right like from or no that's not true well, I watched it more than I've ever watched one of his films right after you know seeing it for the first time or what or I don't know I mean I watched it like five times yeah because right. it's like the movies like that it makes you fascinated with with how they did it and yeah, then every time it's you watch so it well executed right or and, like like all, like there's it's so confusing mm -hmm. the first time you see it and plus, he he, uh, they they mastered the audio for for big, big theaters, and, yeah. and it's like hard to hear sometimes. Even though I saw it in a big theater, I felt like it was. But he actually he actually argued that he doesn't really care if people hear the dialogue. But it's mm -hmm. actually kind of true at times. Like you don't need to hear the dialogue at times, but you feel like you're missing something. But when right. you watch it again or with subtitles, you're like, oh, I didn't really miss that much right, when you yeah. miss the dialogue lines. I'm used to like needing to hear every single dialogue yeah. line. Yeah, and the thing is also like about this kind of movies with how you watch. Every time you rewatch the movie, you find something different. You know, it it's always you you find you find a different detail. You find something else that you missed. Mm -hmm. So like, and uh, and you understand it different. For me, that movie was Interstellar. Go, going back oh, I to love that, that movie. One. Yeah, I watched that, that movie. Yeah, that's from, what. Uh, no one. Yeah, from, uh, Christopher Nolan. No, yeah, no one. Yeah. So that was like, I watched that movie probably five, six times. And then I actually finally got the ending probably after the, the fourth, fourth watch. I got it. Time. I got it after the first, when I first saw it, because I was really interested in a lot of that at the time, yeah. all that stuff. Well, they made, they came out with the science thing behind it, behind the interstellar. There's a, there's a video on YouTube that I watched that actually there's a. No, before, spoiler alert. Yeah. 
Well, I don't know when we're going to talk about the spoilers, but we're going oh, to spoil it. We're going to get again. Yeah, into just it. in case, because I'm going to tell. I'm going to talk about my version of it in a bit. Oh, well, what Interstellar? Yeah, actually, real quick, uh, if you want to jump ahead like 30 to 45 seconds, I'll be talking about spoilers. Uh, so 30 seconds now. Basically, I think with the with a with um like Interstellar, it's yeah. like it's like uh, super AI. If humans become like super AI, like 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 god level intelligence, mm-hmm. they'll be able to do things like bring people back from the dead, or you know, do some crazy shit that we can't even ag- imagine. Imagine yeah. now things that are god level, right? Um, uh, like, uh, wait, hold on. Or, or if you jumped ahead thirty seconds, go keep going, <laughs> keep going thirty more seconds, no, fifteen to thirty more <laughs> seconds. Basically, god level intelligence, um. And, and, and like, you'll, you, they'll be able to do things with physics that we can't even comprehend right now. Right. Like, uh, f- 15 more seconds. <laughs> Basically, um, the, uh, well, uh, fuck it. They, they'll figure, they'll figure it out. All right. <laughs> um, sorry. We're, we're still talking about spoilers. <laughs> we're, st- all right, we're still talking about spoilers, but you know, we'll, th- 30 more seconds or to a minute. We'll be done. Th- it's th- like, um, or two minutes, I don't know. <laughs> two hours. Yeah, <laughs> okay. so two hours later. <laughs> basically, um, I can't get this thought out if I have to keep thinking about that. Basically, Just, basically, it's like um, this concept of time. It, it, I mean, yeah, it's realizing that if if time is something we can manipulate or or, mm. or transcend, yeah, then it's just a matter of intelligence increasing right. our intelligence level. And mm-hmm. so the idea that you know God. As we see it, this idea of God might be our future selves trying to help us from the future. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, that's that's a, it's a possibility. Now, people think that's very egotistical to say, mm-hmm. and yeah, I mean, I get it. Um, I I just think it's like, but if that's if that's possible, it's it's a time. It's yeah. I mean, in in the in the in the way this this but, but time also, travel. Also, it's like. Archetyp- archetypically, or that's my word. Archetypically, yeah. Right. It's like trademark that the the whole uh, idea of God. If if you're if you're not a believer in in su- the supernatural or religion, or if you kind of view things from a very uh, um, moralistic or or or, or rational mm-hmm. perspective, or just a rational perspective, it's like right. the idea that. Of a of a god, this future judge, this future all seeing judge, right? It's it's kind of the the ideal version of of you know trying to become the best version of yourself. Because if you if you kind of treat your life as if there is going to be this all knowing god and presence that's going to look over everything I've done mm-hmm. um, and judge me for it, you're going to get your shit together. And here's the thing. There is that person. There is that person. It's right. you. Right. And, and others who are watching you. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's like you, if, if you want to improve your life, you know, you, you have to stop lying to yourself. And if you're honest about yourself, and, and you repent. Mm-hmm. You, 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 you beg for forgiveness for your sins. Who are you asking for forgiveness from? Maybe it's God. Maybe it's right. a, there's a God. It, or maybe it's you or a future version of yourself or or it's you now 
who is the knowing presence in your own life. Right. Right. I mean, I think there's a chance that it's, there's is something it? su- supernatural, oh, something yeah. bigger than us. Because I think, you know, it's, it's you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. know. I mean, I mean, when I started, when I, after I read uh, The Art of, The War of Art and, and uh, The Hero with a Thousand Faces, I started kind of thinking, all right, maybe there's a lot more to this life and mm-hmm. existence that I know about. Yeah. Because at the time I was kind of veering towards, you know, becoming more, you know, more and more skeptical about everything. Mm-hmm. But when I started, like, I started praying, and this is just an example. Like, I started praying before my writing sessions. And what happened was my writing got dramatically better, mm-hmm. like exponentially. Interesting. Like, I, it seemed like I had let go of the needing to needing to think that i knew out of the all the answers right right and it, okay. it, it yeah. helped me to and, and it also made me give gave me this confidence this idea if i prayed to something greater than myself and gave myself up to something greater than myself what ultimately happened was it felt like forces from beyond my understanding or beyond me mm-hmm. came and changed and improved what I was working on. Right. Yeah. I, 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 and you know what? I believe that there's like something out there. I believe that there's a God. I believe that there's something. Yeah. Cause you know what? When I do believe shit seems to happen. But then again, then when I was writing Rusty Spade, I was like, oh God, please don't let me screw this up. And then yeah. it battery died. Um, but you know what? Well, I'm glad it happened. Mm-hmm. So things happen for a reason. Right. Or, or maybe things don't for happen for a reason, but it, those who think that things happen for a reason tend to do better right because they look for the opportunity for for things to you know improve or whatever they look for they look for the the meaning in things where there might not be meaning and but they they fill it with meaning and you know man's search for meaning is a book by uh victory frankel um Mm. and and one of the things he has he developed in the the, like auschwitz or the you know like or or the, the death camps you know I think it was Auschwitz. Yeah, he, Auschwitz. Yeah. He uh, did you read that book? I Man's did not. Work. No, no. So he, yeah, he basically wrote. You know, he had worked on this logotherapy, which was his life's work. It got destroyed when he was going there. But he, you know, through that experience, he kind of, you know, reconstructed. I think. I think he reconstructed. No, no, that's Soldier Nitsen, who went through uh, the who wrote the Gulag Ar- Archipelago, mm-hmm. which I'm reading right now. That that. Uh, and I've he- I heard from Jordan Peterson that's that's like miles ahead of of Victory Frankel, but not not to diss him, but like it was like, um, basically, m- his therapy logo therapy was about the idea that the best therapy is meaning mm. in life, finding the meaning, finding yeah. meaning in in yeah your experiences. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I forget if this is, I think his I forget if his wife died. But one of the things that helped him get through it, I could be wrong, because um, it's been a, it's a, we're on the five hours and 20 minutes. Um, <laughs> damn, dude. Let's podcast. get to six. Can we six. get to six? Are you going get, down? We, we get six, yeah. Yeah, we man. Get six, Let's yeah. get Let's do a it. fucking six hour podcast. <laughs> um, basically. Uh, it's going on HBO, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> basically, um, he 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 thought that his wife was still alive, I think, and, yeah. but she wasn't. Um, and but basically, it's like uh, you know, she. It was something that he didn't know that she wasn't alive, right? But or this might have been somebody who talked to. I forget. But 
I think it might have been him. And 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 but it, 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 the idea of it kept going. And like for me, filmmaking is that thing, or or somebody I'm you know romantically interested in is mm-hmm. the same thing. It's like you have to find something in life that gets you through it. Right. Yeah. I think absolutely. that's why. That's why art is so important. If we get to an age where, where believe it or not, like like like, people wouldn't have to work, people wouldn't have to, you know, chase money and things. Mm-hmm. If we ever got to a point like that, where where everybody's just downloading skills and nobody has to real, maybe nobody has to compete right. for resources. Right. People can all everybody gets the resource like enough resources to live. Um, and do live life the way they want and try to spend it making life better for other people. Mm-hmm. If we get to a place like that, um, what's going, something has to fill the void. And what it is, is something that brings your life meaning an activity, an art, a, a, a craft or something. Right. And, and you know what people might not, if, if we don't have to c- uh, compete, in that future world where people can just fucking download whatever skill or, mm. or your kung fu whatever or all this you shit. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. want to download Tom Prophet's ability to <laughs> write and direct movies. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Go ahead. You can. And you know what? You don't have to spend all that time downloading new skills after new skills after new skills just so you can compete against everybody else who's doing right, that. Yeah. You can spend time practicing and playing with those skills and enjoying it mm. and 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 making art and making things that are unique to you and personal to you and, right, and makes yeah. your life meaningful and and that that is what that is like an egoless society hopefully if we hopefully if if all those things happen there's going to be people who are you know egoless who can mm-hmm. you know if we don't if we don't have to compete but, you know i think that would work yeah but is but that would mean that, like it would stop Capitalism the progress. Would, you know, yeah, yeah. Competition is what drives the, you know, the, what what drives the progress. You know, like you think if 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 uh, well, Ford as long as everybody, Ferrari, as long as everybody, yeah, no, as long as everybody can, um, can can survive. Yeah, yeah. That's, without without having to do what they don't want to do. Right. That's that's the, that's, that's the bare the minimum. Bare minimum. If right, people can survive doing what they love. Mm-hmm. how that, they want to do it how would that's that change the, that's the, the probably the ideal world right. but but also there needs to be some com- competition of course yeah so the, but yeah competitions within what you do what yeah within love. what you yeah. do yeah, um yeah, so that you true. do the best at what you love to do right so you're driven further to do the best of what you love to do you know um yeah because i mean it's like it'd be like playing minecraft on creative mode <laughs> I was watching a documentary about, or on YouTube, uh, like a thing about um, the creator of Minecraft, and it's it's I- so ironic and tragic. Um, mm. He it was Notch. Uh, he was nick- nick- his nickname was Notch or something. But and the, the reason why it doesn't say that this is a creation of Notch anymore on his thing. So back, you know, he he didn't like to face uh, like criticism from mm-hmm. people. He didn't he didn't get into making video games for that. And when he got when he made Minecraft, everything was great. You know, everything was going great. Um, he he had made the game of his dreams, and um, then basically, uh, he started working on other projects. So his attention wasn't on Minecraft anymore. Other people took the, the reins on that, but everybody blamed him for everything that happened with mm-hmm. Minecraft, right? Because uh his name was on it still and he still owned it and all that and he was still making money from it and so and he got sick of it um 
Uh, and I get why it probably wasn't as good as it probably because he diverted his attention to other things. You know, usually when the creator of something like the author, the director or something, mm-hmm. the originator of the ideas who has the first principles, they're the one who should, you know, who are going to make it as good as it can possibly be usually. Right. Yeah. Very, very few times does something transfer over unless unless that person who get who who then gets the power to in creative in creative control of it unless they have total autonomy to do whatever they want and you probably don't want that if it, yeah, especially no, if it comes no. like if minecraft becomes this big thing you can well, bet they got that person got pushed back on any one kind of decisions and so that or or didn't want to even want to, do yeah. anything bold you know you know cuz you want to you know please the fan base um Damn. so so it's like and because it's a, it becomes a commodity. No, it becomes it becomes a, a product, mm-hmm. a big, expensive, oh, like, yeah, like, yeah, like a big money maker. So, um, especially basic, when it takes off. Yeah, yeah, it did, and and, and uh, it was super successful. But he and he didn't like being in that position where he was constantly being harassed about things that he wasn't doing. Mm-hmm. Um, he should have put up with it because instead he ranted on Twitter. You know, which does anybody want to buy Minecraft? Because I'm I'm sick of this. You know, being you know given shit for something for you know for you know you know something that isn't in my control or it isn't you know I'm not doing or and then but it was a kind of a you know a rant. Microsoft came in there with like two point something billion. Yeah, bought it. Um, after taxes, that's like one point four something. Um. And yeah, that's what he ended up with. And but you know, he was a billionaire. He bought this like seventy million dollar mansion. Uh, and had all these parties, like prolific parties. He probably still does. But it's like yeah. he became extra lonely, and and all these people, he just alienated everybody from from his life, or they felt al- he felt alienated mm-hmm. or something. It's like, and he ended up alone, just kind of this lonely existence without purpose, kind of like creative mode yeah. of Minecraft, and basically it's just it's ironic because like he had once you have everything once you get that billions of dollars you lose the drive to, to oh yeah, yeah to succeed, kind of succeed or right and that's why capitalism <laughs> that's capitalism is the idea that you get to you know you get to the way the way it works is you need that drive to succeed or mm. to, to create progress right yeah but the way it, it, it the problem comes in when when you reach that point where it's like you become ultra successful, it's it's those who keep that drive. But I don't know, like like I, there's not a better solution because you know what? If you trust me, like like like, like yeah, you 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 give a like 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 if you, it, like. I mean, if if you want to know what happens when, like, what you know, just look at history. I mean, or or what's going on in the world. You can mm. like, you know, uh, or you're the Gulag Ar- Archipelago. I'm reading right now, um, and it basically that book when it came out, he he Solzhenitsyn wrote it from memory when he was in uh the 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 camps, so the the work camps of uh, right. the labor camps yeah. of uh, of Russia and or, or you know the Soviet Union, and he his book. He wrote it from memory in those camps, and it recounts all these testimonials from from like like a, like thousands, hundreds of or thousands of people, yes, yeah. and 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 victims and and of torture and all these things, and it it just delineates all the methods they used to do everything they did, and all the all the ridiculousness of it. Just like you got 
you they got to a point where you like it, it just imprisoning people just got out of style right. like there was waves of imprisonment of like like we're gonna imprison all these types of people mm -hmm. all these types of people and and it's like it just it became this ridiculous thing and people were just dying like it was just in masses and getting killed and and it's just you know it's and in gruesome ways and it's like that's the opposite of capitalism yeah you know yeah and and it's like yeah I, I get it but if you have but you have to bring up a better but you know if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna like shit on it have a better system right because yeah. you know what that is better than being you know sent sending a bunch of people yeah. to like a, a a a fucking camp to be tortured and and beaten to death over crimes mm -hmm. that they didn't commit yeah because that so, happened right it's it's, it's history history shows it like yeah in a way. and it might repeat itself right no, but, well, history doesn't repeat itself but it sure does rhyme <laughs> that's a mark twain that's one. a mark twain, mark twain, one. twain yeah do you, do you ever heard that one i don't think so no, oh, no, that's good, yeah, oh that's a good, that's a good one. one but no yeah uh I mean, it's it's the drive. Like, even though you say, like, you have people people get the you know you get the money and stuff like this, you get become super rich or whatever. It you sucks when you become complacent. Or, yeah, but it's like it's like it I actually. Mean, yeah. In my opinion, I I feel like you, you still keep going. Yeah, uh, I mean, my Some hope people, is that I do. Um, right. I hope that like if I become successful at filmmaking, like ultra successful. Yeah. Then what I what I'll do is find people who were like me mm -hmm. before I got successful, and then produce their films. I'll like find hundreds that's, yeah, of those people. That's amazing. And, and develop drive, a system yeah. where I can successfully manage that. Yeah. Um. But in a way where they're allowed to make the films that they want to mm -hmm. make. Right. They you know? they they allowed to tell their stories and to have the the resources for and, that. Yeah. And 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 find people who can who can point who can help me find the people mm -hmm. yeah like find people who can help me find those people and be like the filters that yeah it's like this is a good you know this is right. good work you know mm -hmm. this is you got to check out this filmmaker or this person's doing this really cool project you know check this out or people right. who go, send people to film festival fire people to send them to film festivals and whatnot and watch stuff and and right. tell yeah. me and and people who know my taste and and have talked with me thoroughly and know what you know, I think makes for a great film or, or a great filmmaker. And, 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 you know, then again, you know, that's going to result in, in, you know, and, and it's really, it's going to result in me creating a system that produces more people that I like. Yeah. But it's and, like, that's the best I can do. Right. You know, or, or but that, that's, you're also giving back. That's the yeah, way of giving yeah. back to, you know? Yeah. My, that's my hope is to do yeah. that one day. Um, yeah. And you know what? I think, how do you fix the film industry from dying? That's how. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, uh, so I'll have to find out where to cut that. Um, well, probably gonna uh, have a lot of like the, the oh, I listen to it all over, mm. um, for myself. Um, so do you, uh, have you? So my next question is, do you read or about or have you practiced like like a philosophy like like stoicism? Have you heard of stoicism? Mm, no, not really, but um. Yeah. Or any philosophies at all? Ah, <sighs> philosophies. I shouldn't say one because probably get in trouble. Um, uh oh. Somebody recommended that to me. Uh, 
Street uh, Nashi, I think is his name is Nisha. Nisha, Nisha you know that Nisha. Yeah, Nisha, Nisha. Nisha um, yeah. So. Oh yeah, this will get this will get. This is yeah, this is get a drama. Yeah, yeah so I'm not. I'm not I, let's I mean, stay I don't know if it's topic. that bad, but I I, I don't <laughs> know how a lot. No, what happened was he had a lot of good ideas, mm-hmm. and then Hitler tried to turn him into something else. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah, right. People and then people attribute Nisha. Mm-hmm. I think I don't think yeah, it's Fre- Fre- Frederick Nisha. I think right. Yeah, Something. it's not. Yeah, no. I I started reading his biography, uh, but I I stopped for some reason. I just didn't have time to yeah. read it. Yeah, there there's there, there's some like philosophy that he hung out with uh, this one composer guy. I forget. Uh, he was a good friend of his. I forget who it was. Yeah. Um, oh, something. I don't know. Mm. But yeah, all I know is uh, I, he had a lot of he write ideas. He predicted this. He predicted the hellscape that became the world in the 1900s mm. and, and, and the 21st, the 20th century. And that was that this idea had come about that um, man didn't need to believe in God. Mm-hmm. And what resulted in that was the chaos of the, the, the 20th century. Because what, ha- what the thing was, it was like it was like we went without an operating system. Right. We went without guidance. And here's the thing, like religions, you know, knock them for what you will. They give a lot of people guidance through life in mm-hmm. tough situations right. and they give people hope and meaning and they give people, they give people morals. Mm-hmm. Some people, some people need those morals. Not everybody needs like needs rules, like, like, like commandments to follow, to, to do right in the world. Some right. people, you know, like us, we, we get it. We, we can think about like, we think about other people all the time. We're trying to like you know not hurt other people we get it mm-hmm. but there are some people who need that oh yeah because yeah, they absolutely. and and without one it's like it's like if you look at it from uh if you look at it from like a a bird's eye view mm-hmm. statistically speaking what are the statistical odds that if you take away the moral systems from a society that worked for two thousand years mm-hmm. or or more it's, or whatever if you take that away suddenly, what the fuck do you think is going to happen? The entire world's going to go to war That's twice. True. Yeah, yeah. Or, and almost a third time. And we almost nuked each other to death. Right. You know? Yeah. yeah. That's true. Of course that's going to happen. And he, Nisha predicted that, I heard. Um, I think, so, yeah. yeah um, I mean, I don't know a whole lot about him. I've done a whole yeah, lot I don't of know. research about I, him. But... Yeah, I, I haven't, like, it's not, like, not the you ask about philosophy, do I have... Is it's, yeah. it's just it's just some someone some that, you've been it's not someone that recommended to me to read then I'm probably will you know yeah. just just explore that more, uh but I don't there, there's in, one in I terms think of it, philosophy for me yeah I don't really I'm not very philosophical I don't no, that's say fine. like I'm very philosophical I, the reason I ask is like back in uh, I think 2015 or 2016 I was in the the mm-hmm. Harvard Coop Library yeah um, and I. I was just there with my dad. Um, I didn't go to Harvard, <laughs> um, but no, I was in Disclaimer. the bookstore. It was not the library. There's a book, the Harvard Coop look bookstore. Um, mm-hmm. And basically, there was a, a copy of Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. At the time, I was reading about uh, Stoicism from from, uh, uh, and I, I started every morning reading a bit of uh, uh, letters from a Stoics from of Seneca's writings that, that he wrote mm-hmm. to Lucilius, Lucilius, Lucilius. And basically, there was something calming about it. And then when I read Meditations, I just was like, 
Oh my God. Like I was reading it in the bookstore. It was the first time I actually read a book in the bookstore where I just felt transported. And I was like, this is my new favorite book. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. Um, yeah, I, it just felt like I, I'd read some, I was reading something that calmed my soul. Right. Yeah. And what that book is meditations was a war journal that Marcus Aurelius, the emperor of Rome at the time, the mm-hmm. philosopher King, right. He wrote to himself in some of the hardest times of his entire life when his wife was apparently, uh, sleeping around and, and he had lost 13 children, I heard. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had basically, uh, you know, he was dealing with uprisings and betrayals and people like his general, somebody was trying to, you know, start a coup against him. Um, and he was at war in, in, in Germania. I think it was at the time, basically Germany. Um, but it was, or I think that's right. Mm-hmm. And just at war with the Persians, or I think it was, or no, I might be wrong. Um, um, he was at war with like all these, just so much going on and, but it was very stressful and he kind of, ju- it was one of the the things, there's a book called The Obstacle is the Way and that's basically mm. a book that popularized stoicism lately by uh, Ryan Holiday. Okay. Um, he writes a lot about stoicism. He's pretty, okay. I like a lot of his books. Um, but he basically delved into, you know, you know, this idea of, it's based on like a quote in, in The Obstacle is the Way or, or something, the way become the the obstacle becomes the way mm. the obstacle in the way becomes the way right and basically it's the thing in front of you the resistance and this is true of stories and, and films mm-hmm. the thing in front of the characters blocking their path that they have to fight against that's the way right the dragon you have to fight when you're when you're in the in the mythologies or or, or when you're writing um that becomes the way right and that's something i've i i i i i become more um closely tied to as time goes on i think and with filmmaking i think it's true you know the obstacle is the way Mm -hmm. with filmmaking um and basically and then there are times where obstacles aren't really the way but you know you have to know you have to know the the 20 percent that gets 80 percent results back to that back to that man we're making so many (laughs) so many uh references this is uh, uh and basically um but uh i think in 2017 or or before that i came across a book across a book called the Tao de jing mm. i started reading that and at first i didn't get it like i did, i got that was very peaceful and whatnot but uh it didn't that became my favorite book after i read it again after i had stopped writing that manuscript because at the time when i was writing the manuscript i mean it was peaceful reading it for the first or here listening to the audiobook for the first time mm. but when I stopped writing that manuscript, I be, I really opened myself up to it, and it and it feels like a, a, an outgrowth of stoicism and a, a more effective, more deeply rooted version of it, mm. and and what they were trying to get at. It felt right. like right, and it's basically just it, there's so many things in it that you have to like. I I couldn't possibly begin to to properly do it justice, but it's just this idea of not knowing, mm. you know, yeah. accepting that you yeah. don't know the answers, and that's okay, right. But that's, you know, the more you don't know, the more you, the better you are. You yeah. Know? But I mean, that's, that's just the, the, the essence of everything. Yeah. You don't, you don't know all the answers. Yeah. You, you don't, it's impossible. So. But it, it, that book is, it's, it's like turning your brain into mm. a solid object that just gets caught on everything. Yeah. 
to water that flows around, oh, flows around things yeah. and creates a stream down. And you, and and that's what that's yeah. why I would describe it is is the Tao Te Ching. If you want to become more water like mm -hmm. instead of a rock that gets caught on things and smashes people and right, right and right. and makes you feel like and and you know does horrible things. It's like that's a great book. Yeah, you know I I, I, I have to probably add that to all yeah, my list. It's my favorite. Yeah. It's my I recommend it to a lot yeah. of people. Um, as my um, well, back to that, I don't know if you got back is, you know, but that Frederick Neshu book is my friend recommended that. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, no, well, have another one to, yeah, to read, <laughs> have two different spectrum spectrum. If you want to learn things. about anything about writing, directing or no directing actors, it's, it's not the silhouette of the hand. It's, it's basically the red one is right. really good. That, that, or, or the silhouette of the hand is, is more supplementary. Right, right. You get that after. Read that this one is, first. This is the third time we brought up. So you should be, is this segment brought to you by this book? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it is. Yeah. Um, that in the nutshell technique by Jill Chamberlain. Yes. You know, um, other question. This is my last question. I think I asked, oh, favorite book. Uh, this is, this isn't the, the last question. This is actually one that I didn't even uh, oh. ask. You have a favorite book? Do I have a favorite book or a gift that I, must, uh, I don't want to copy a Tim Ferriss question? Um, is there a book that comes to mind? I almost said this is going to be too much of Matthew McConaughey, but I never read that book. The, the so green light? I'm not gonna. No, you know what? You haven't read that yet. I, no, I wasn't going to say. I haven't read no, it. No, you know what? David Actually, keeps recommending it. Ask me that question again, so we can. Favorite book? What's your favorite book, Stas? Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. Wait, have you read it? Yes, I did. Really? Whole thing, and I got Wait, I thought you just said well. no. <laughs> no, it was a different one. It was, but no, oh, okay. Green Lights. Yeah, Green Lights is one of my favorite books. Um, it's it's just he he wrote he. I mean, Matthew McConaughey is like phenomenal person. You know, has has phenomenal life and how he came through. Um, the acting experience and become an actor, but this book is not about that. It's book about more of his philosophy, his personal, like how yeah, his how yeah. He I heard I heard he a, a bit of an interview with him about it, and he was talking about how he had all these writings from from all his life, mm -hmm. all journals. He started keeping and the journals when he was, I think, twenty five or that's something. interesting. And, yeah. and basically, he he you know looked through it and he's like, oh, I might have some here. And he, mm -hmm. he kind of like we went through it all and started working on it, like at a cat was a cabin or something. Or like, something. like he he went out to yes, he says I got one ticket to somewhere in the desert and locked myself in the cabin for like a month and I went through that's the funny. manuscripts and uh, yeah. But no, like, um, not nah, that's not, I, I, I gotta read it. Yeah. I, it's a, I mean, it's, I've heard some people say, oh, it's a bunch of fluff from a Hollywood airhead. Nah, nah no, not at I, all. No. But the people who I actually listen but, to and like, they all say it's great. Mm -hmm. And all my, and my friend, like David says, it's great. And you know what? I bet it's great. And I want to read it now. Yeah. Um, and and you will learn a lot. I mean, you'll learn yeah, a lot sure about him, and you you'll you'll find great actor. He's and he's also a very interesting person. Yeah. Just from hearing from him, but it's also you'll learn a lot similar things in your life, my my or something that you would think you know like it, you you you'll also help you to learn about yourself in a way. Yeah, because yeah. that was the, for me when I read that book, I was kind of in a, a different place at the time of my life, and then I that that book helped me to get out of it. Mm -hmm. so um yeah it's yeah. it's one of it's one of my favorite books and of course 
Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Tolkien. <laughs> so I'm a big, 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 big Tolkien nerd. So last question. This is the real last question. Uh, uh, I, I jumped to the beginning. Just something I didn't. The favorite books was something I didn't ask yet from the beginning. How does like I said in the beginning of the podcast, mm -hmm. and we'll tie bow on this. We'll 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 try to figure it out. Um, Go I, I mentioned we're at we're at six hours and two minutes, but technically we're gonna be cutting some stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. Um, if you want to go, keep going a little bit, just so we can actually officially have a six-hour podcast. It's up to you. Go for it. Yeah. What's um, so, how does one? Because you're a very positive guy. I mentioned that at the beginning yeah. of the podcast yes. in the intro. How does one become more positive in life, Stas? How? Ah, that's a good question. How? What's the secret to positivity? Is just doing is is um don't get weighed down by negative stuff mm -hmm. whatever things that happen that don't go your way that you hope for something and that doesn't happen mm -hmm. um yes it's it's not good but you can't dwell on it yeah. you have to you have to move on you have to find you have to find positivity you have to find a positive in every situation a bad bad situation as well. You gotta find a little positive elements that you can learn from and move on. So, uh, you have to also set yourself up for kind of like be more positive. Set set yourself up with like a long term outlook. You know, you have your short term goals, but you have your long term goals. Mm -hmm. So you gotta set yourself up for those short term goals that you execute them correctly and in order for you to look forward to to something in the future so if you if you accomplish the goals that you have a short term that's positive and yeah. you and you become a little bit more positive about the uh expectations opportunities that you have in a you know in the future also i would say probably um don't hold on to past yeah that's another way is uh if, if you sit back and reflect on what could have been happened and what could could have been and what didn't happen you're wasting time and that yeah. will drag you down into the road of like you know not being negative being negative and all this stuff see how but, the past ties into where you are where you're going yeah say. yes right but exactly not where you could have been not right not it should have been like I should have been there. Yeah. I should have done something different. I should have been with someone else or whatever it is. Is don't 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 throw that away. I mean, you have to move forward. You have to have a positive outlook. Yeah. Every every morning you wake up, um, thinking this is a new day. You know, and I'm going to try to do as much as possible on this day that yeah. that will make and and just. Also find something that makes you happy, you know, mm -hmm. and, and do it. Find people that make you happy, that surround yourself with, with positive people that feed that positivity in you. And I think that's, that's also important to just have that, um, you know, have that crowd around you Yeah, that, that, that's kind of will help you to get to that place. I feel like, you know, I, I so it was interesting, uh, you know, when I was, um, this is why I, I, 
you know, Chris Chris Cole asked mm-hmm. me, "Do you drink? Like, do you not drink, Tom?" Yeah. When I was at the party, I didn't yeah, the drink. Party. Right, right, right. I mean, I was driving my friend home, but then again, it's like it was gonna be a few hours, so mm-hmm. until we drove home. But I actually, like, I used to drink, and 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 you know, like I like I would, I used to, you know, accept like like my friend would be like 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 I had friends who would smoke pot or something. I'd do, you know, you know, try that, you know? right. Of course, and uh, and then again, I don't really hang out with those friends anymore. Um, I mean, well, it doesn't really matter. Uh, it's not because of that, but mm-hmm. it's like just because I just felt unproductive around them, right? Um, and for me, it's like my productivity comes from consistent things, things I can control. I can't really control um substances mm-hmm. that much right. unless it's like a like a, a vitamin or something or some yeah, supplement yeah. or or it's like I don't know protein or something. I don't know, right? right. Or, or something like, like coffee or something. Mm-hmm. I can, I, but I, I can't control um, things like that. And you often can't um, as much. And 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 you want something consistent that works um, for like a creative routine. And um, for for like for alcohol, when when I so I have to I have to meditate and work out in the morning, mm-hmm. or my day is shot. Right. At least med- meditate and work out in the morning. And some other things, but I, I, I get like Breakfast. a cold, I get a cold shower. I actually don't eat until the end of the day. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I mean, if it's a shoot, if it's like a day, oh, if it's yeah, a writing it's a day, writing. I, I don't eat until the end of the day. But I'll have protein throughout the day, like mm-hmm. protein dr- drinks that that are you know don't activate like my uh, my uh, um, like was like insulin balance or something like that, or don't mm-hmm. spike it or something. Right, right. Just things that keep me sharp and focused. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Is like I do intermittent fat fasting basically, but it's like I, uh, I basically, um, I just I do all these things to harness the get the most out of my focus and discipline and creativity and and be as effective as as I, as I can. If I drink, all that gets shot to the hell, and I'm going to be awake for 10, 20 hours longer than I should. Wow. Yeah. Yeah um it's gonna fuck everything up for me and then i'm the next day like or so i'm not going to because like i it's hard for me to get to sleep as it is because mm-hmm. i just have so many things i want to do right even sober if i drink my brain is slowed down like my ability to get to di- get myself disciplined is severely diminished, severely diminished and my yeah. my focus goes haywire and all over the place right yeah. So I, you know, do I drink? If my life depends on it, yeah. But really, I I'd, I'd say I don't. Mm. You know, honestly, even I even for fun because it's just not fun anymore for me. Yeah, yeah. Like like, I, it, what's fun for me is hanging around my friends. You know, just talking about whatever. Even if they're drinking, I honestly feel like I'm a more fun person to be around mm. when I'm not drinking. I turn annoying. Yeah. When I'm drinking, I have a video on on New Year's Eve. I I uh, this is what I was gonna get at is on New Year's Eve, um, my sister and her, her boyfriend were like, we want to see Tom. We want to see Tom who drinks, and I was like, all right, it's New Year's. Fuck it, like yeah, I'll yeah. I'll do it. It and it had been a year or so I since I drank, and so I did that. And I was like, I I, I had a few shots of uh, Fireball, and and at mm-hmm. the time I I uh, I was like I was feeling nostalgic, so I had like a 
like uh, I was building uh, with Legos and shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a little Mustang thing. And I was like, you know, my I just friend, my friend starts talking about Pokemon cards and stuff. I just so. wanted some. I just wanted to regress a little bit, you know. Yeah. And so I did that, and then like immediately they're like, "All right, we saw Drunk Tom. We're gonna go to bed." But and, but and it was a few hours, hours that they yeah. hung out with me. But it was like that was it. Like that was really it. I I was their dancing monkey for that night. Yeah, yeah. And I just felt like wow, now I got to spend the rest of this ten to twenty hours where I'm not going to get to sleep like I should been. Well, and, you got to hang over the next morning. Or, yeah, and and it's like, yeah. and then I got to take a day off from writing or something, and and it's like. What's the point? Like, like, like for me, for me, for for other people, I get it. You know, do it, go for it. That's what you want to do. Like, I'm not right. stopping. I'm not yeah, saying yeah, anything yeah. about. But for me, knowing my body, my brain, my my ADHD, my my, you know, mm -hmm. and what I value in life, right? I can get all that without influences. For yeah. the most part, I think. Um, I I enjoy. You know, this conversation was so much better. I think than if I was drinking. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I would not have been an interesting person interviewing you. I wouldn't have been asking interesting questions mm -hmm. personally. And I, I, I wouldn't have remembered most of it. Right. I wouldn't have been paying attention to you. I would have been saying stupid shit. I would have been, I would have been the worst part of my personality comes out when I drink, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, and and I I don't like that I I really yeah. don't and that's what that's the thing that you find out <laughs> is it you, because you know. I don't drink enough I don't know no, no, I wouldn't no, want to no. find out <laughs> no, I don't no, want to find out but it's a, what you find out as as you you know as you grow up you find things that you like and you don't yeah. like and this my dear friend said the same thing she said that uh you know you you like um you grow up knowing what you like and what yeah. you don't like and that stays with you yeah. So, uh, shout out to my I mean, friend, I you know who you are. <laughs> yeah. I, I wanted to, back when I was, uh, when my sister was, uh, you know, at her, my, my older sister's wedding, um, I, uh, you know, I was underage mm -hmm. and I was like eager to drink some and I did. And, and, uh, I mean, I did it for the, for the excuse I was working on Rusty Spade at the time, the right. script years ago, years before we actually shot it or I even thought I'd shoot it. Mm. Um, cause I just wanted to kind of know what it was like. Um, I had never drank before. Um, and it, it was an interesting experience, but then I remember I look back on it. And I'm like, I was so annoying at that part. Like, like I went up to somebody who I was friends with and in, in high school or something and I was just trying to get her to dance with me. I was like, dude, that was fucking, I was being annoying as fuck. To her. <laughs> I was like, wow. Yeah. Hey. I just don't like myself when I'm drunk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or and that's back again to knowing what you like and what yeah. you don't like. So, and, and you, you know, so, and I, I think that you, there are some people who, I, I mean, I don't think, I don't think I'm one of them. I, I, I could be wrong, but I, I don't think I'm one of them where there are some people who need the drink or something to, so mm -hmm. that they can be more loose and fun to be around. Yeah. I meditate, I work out, I do these things that make me feel better. And I feel like that makes me the best version, version of myself right. I can be. It gets worse if I start drinking mm -hmm. and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and that's that's the thing—just being the best version of yourself every day. Yeah. That's the, that's another way yeah. to being positive, yeah. being more positive is is trying to be the best you can. But um, when uh, when I drank on the New Year's, like like this New Year last New Year's, mm -hmm. um, I started having ideas that were based on, um. Like I had this idea for a film when I was drunk 
So I was like, or not drunk, or you know, I was just intoxicated or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know, everyone under the influence. Oh, I had a, I had this idea had came to me where I was like, like, like I was thinking about the. Fa I was just, I was just feeling pity for myself. Mm -hmm. I was like, why? I wasn't feeling pity for myself before, right? And I wasn't yeah. feeling pity for myself when I wasn't like after when I wasn't, right, right, right. But it it brought me to a place of pity where I was like, I was just thinking about the fact that oh, there was this girl who had a crush on me, but I had a crush on somebody else or something, and. A friend of mine didn't didn't never even knew until years after I graduated. My friend's like, "What did you do? Like, what 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 happened to you? You could have had any girl in high school." I was like, "What are you talking about?" Then a few years late, <laughs> later, a friend of mine told me, "No, this girl had a crush on you." And then it right. just dawned on me. I was like, "Oh, I remember when she was all friends with my friends and, right. and just hanging out. I thought she had a crush on this other my friend, my friend, yeah. but she actually was just trying to hang out with me. Like, what? What? <laughs> and all this shit. Just like I was right. like, oh." That's why we went to go fucking see B movie and shit. And I was like, oh, huh, whatever. I, when I was drinking, though, uh, uh, any other time I'd be like, eh, okay. Um, but when I was drinking, that was center mind. I was mm. just like, oh, I should have, you know, what if I made a movie where I went back and did everything over and just got with a person well, who liked that, that, me that and hot top time machine? <laughs> it's so, yeah. And I don't, I fucking think. Yeah, I remember that movie, but I, I like I think that concept of going back in time and doing things better is such a fucking stupid idea. Mm. Because it's like you wouldn't be the you, person you are now if you right, went back if and you did went everything, back, everything different. Redid it. Yeah. And I, I mean, no, I I thought of the idea and I was like, but the ending would have to be the guy does everything over, you know, based on you know, like goes back in time, does everything over based on who mm. he is and afterwards. Right. And then learns somehow that it still wasn't worth it. Mm -hmm. He should have just kept going forward with his life. If I were to right. do that kind of story, that would be the ending probably. Yeah. But it's a pretty boring fucking story. <laughs> Who cares? I mean, well, well that's back... It's such a mopey, like, oh, I've been drinking, I feel depressed now yeah. kind of story. But, and nostalgic. Yeah, but that's going back to what I said. Move about, forward. Yeah, about the positivity. You can't look back. Yeah. You can't look... And you can't dwell on things that are, you know, because that will weigh you down that will yeah. weigh you down because you'll be thinking about it like thinking about yeah. high school fuck that shit <laughs> it's been a little, yeah it's been a long time but yeah, yeah. you gotta gotta move forward yeah man that's all so is there anything else you want to ask me we'll turn the tables on me or, or is oh, there any i don't know if there's anything because i feel like i mean i feel like we talked about does that all my uh, every single question i had on here all 22 we covered. We covered. Wow. Usually, I only That's get to cover amazing. three or five. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's uh, amazing. This is that's a that's that's a whole like series right there. We're at six hours and seventeen minutes that's minus good. whatever we got to cut. We got to cut. Yeah. Yeah. Like. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's been it's been the, the one question I have for you is like, how did you get into pot, podcasting into this interview? Good question. Good question. So so um. Back in, so I started listening to podcasts in like 2015 or 2016, okay. probably 2015. Yeah. Or 2014, maybe. I don't know. No, no. Before then, before, long before, dude, when I was in high school, when mm. I was in high school, I was listening to podcasts. I heard, I remember, I remember hearing Joe, Joe Rogan's podcast and I was like, what the fuck is this? I don't want to listen to this. <laughs> and then later I'm like, that's right, all I listen right, to. Right, I'm like, it's one to. of the things I, or not all I listen to, but I listen to, like, I, I listen to it a lot. And yeah. I'm like. I mean, I went through phases where I listened to like one podcast a lot and like Tim Ferriss at one point mm -hmm. before that it was like the art of charm, uh, which is 
gone on to different a different name. Yeah. Um. But it, like it became, I I got into a lot of self development podcasts when I was in college or graduating from college. Hmm. Or no, not graduating. I never graduated. I dropped out. <laughs> That's that's the oldest <laughs> director. I, I, no, I uh, I, I dropped school. out. No, when I went to co- I think when I went to college and then when I left, um, I I had listened to a lot of self development podcasts mm-hmm. and I was crazy about doing one. I wanted to do a podcast. And I listened about thing, listened to things, read a books about you know, like a book about podcasting by John yeah, yeah. Lee Dumas about Entrepreneur on Fire. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could never find for years, I was looking like, oh, I'd love to do a podcast, but it just seemed like so much work. And plus, what the fuck was I going to do a podcast on? Oh my God. Years ago, yeah. I'm glad I never started a podcast. Yeah. I didn't have anything to talk about. I didn't know what the, to frame it around. But over years of thinking about it, I thought, you know, like you, you, you know, I, you always think like you, you hear a lot of people who don't do podcasts that listen to them occasionally or, or not ones that I listen to personally. Right. Yeah. They're like, what's the theme of this podcast going to be about? What's the, I don't fucking know, you know, <laughs> I but I, I spent years trying to figure that out. Right. What should this right. podcast be about? What should, what should, uh, sorry, I'm from, you know, just uh, <laughs> no, you know, peeking the mic. Like, like I spent years trying to figure out what, what is it going to be about? What is, what's the name of it? What's the, the catch? What's the hook? What's all so this? how did you come up with this, this one? So it started as Tom Profit Podcast. Mm-hmm. If you want to start a podcast, start with your damn name. Just <laughs> say, uh, Stas Snyder, po- you ever had, a, you already have a podcast, well, yeah. Stas Snyder Podcast or Tom Profit Podcast. I, then I changed it to Tom Profit Take because it's like my take on things plus like take this is take nine we're on. Right, right. So it right. sounds like a slate. It's like, slate. like, like oh, take, yeah, that's good take one. one action, you know? Yeah. So I get to name the episodes as a take. Uh, right. So this is like, so I get to like take one, 100 or something. Yeah. You know, it's like, that's, that's so cool. That, yeah, I that's, love that. That's, I it's, like and that. It, and idea, it, yeah. it's clear that it's about my take on things right. or, or like the Tom Profit take or, or, you know, him take his take on you talking to somebody. Mm hmm. Um, and I can do solo podcasts where I get my take on stuff. Um, but also, you know, it's clear from, from seeing it, like, 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 or the logo, it's a slate. It's like, it, it's, it's a film reference. Right. Perfect. I, it took me a while to figure that out. Yeah. It took me months to get to that. <laughs> right. So I'm glad I did like a few podcasts, like, and then I, I finally came up with the idea. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, perfect. So yeah, I basically... It, it it was years of wanting to do a show or online you know, internet show mm-hmm. or a podcast or something. And it wasn't, an, and then, but I, it all finally coalesced into this idea of just, you know, honestly, is it, is it based, is it based or inspired a bit by Joe Rogan's podcast? Kinda. <clears throat> kinda. Because what happened was I got, I, 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 when I, uh, years ago, I got off of my ADHD medicine. Mm-hmm. I stopped taking it. Um, and I, I started, you know, learning how to, to operate without it, mm-hmm. which I, I'm so glad I did that because right. I realized it just, my personality is so much more natural and per and, 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 and me right. when I'm not on ADHD medicine and, and stuff that's like to, to Absolutely. get me focused on things that don't yeah. actually matter. Right, right. My focus, if I'm not focused and interested in something, it doesn't matter. Right. But I would take medicine to get me focused on things that didn't matter. That's the thing about ADHD medicine. It's like, or Adderall, I think. It's like, I wasn't taking Adderall, but it was something else. It was like methylphenidate or mm-hmm. something like that. Um, but you're so focused, it gets you focused on something that doesn't actually matter. 
But like, so I read like a shit ton of books at the time. I read all these self-help books, listen to podcasts a lot. But once I got off of it, it became really hard for me to find a place for podcasts again. Mm-hmm. And and also just listening, reading books a lot. Right. I, I almost like totally stopped reading books. I went from reading 50 books in a year and about all this shit that and some, some of those books, they shouldn't, have, they didn't deserve to be books. They yeah. should have just been podcast or no, like they should have just been article, blog articles. And that's it. Mm-hmm. They could have been summarized better by like I could have fucking summarized right, it for right, them. Right, yeah. But it's like <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm getting animated. <laughs> but it's like it's like it waste my time, you know. It's but no, it, you know, sometimes you 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 read something and it's like I need to know as much about this as possible and read an entire mm-hmm. book on it so that I can absorb it better. Right. There are books on that like that. I read those books now. Nice. But you know, I, I once I got off my ADHD medicine, re- listening to full podcasts became a chore. I haven't it, once I stopped. I stopped listening to the Tim Ferriss show. I just, I, I don't have the energy to get through it mm-hmm. or, you know, maybe it's for the good reason or bad reasons. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I listened to like, but I still, as years went on, I started listening to it at, at the end of my day when I've done my projects, because I also found if I listen to podcasts, like full podcasts, you know, the energy it takes me to get through it all and all that information, it depletes me too much to be able to be, Profession and effective at writing right successfully right, yeah. you know yeah. so i save it for after the writing is done in a writing day um and, and also just or after my evening meditation on a normal day um i'll, I'll listen to chunks of like a jordan peterson or, or something yeah. you know that, that that gets me through my day more so or i have the motivation to listen to in chunks every right, so often yeah. in the day maybe um before as i'm doing my writing stuff because jordan peterson i listen to his stuff and i get motivated oh I, yeah, yeah. I, it's weird. I get I get motivated because just intellectually, mm-hmm. um, but because he's a smart fucking sharp dude. Um, you know when I, but you know I I like you know it's, you know you know kind of uh, relaxing by the end of the day listening to like Joe Rogan or, yeah. or or like now I've started listening to Team Deacons and you know learning about mm-hmm. filmmaking from all that because yeah. they interview all these industry leaders like. Like, or like all these like big, all these, you know, very top level people that they've made right. connections with over their decades long career. And, and they've made all these relationships and now they're just like interviewing all these people they know or haven't met yet. Right. Yeah. And who, who, cause everybody like, I mean, in filmmaking film industry, like knows, oh, Roger Deakins, like one of the greatest cinematographers ever. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, they're going to be on the, his podcast right. and they give great interviews. It's yeah. amazing. And they're always like an hour or so. I love it, yeah. and it's. It, I feel like I become more of a a, a better collaborator as as a yeah. filmmaker. That's what's well, so important. But yeah, real quick, um, <laughs> as I'm saying, I'm a better collaborator. I'm cutting you off. I'm sorry. No, no, no. no it's good. It's good. That was just uh, with with yes. your with your podcasting. It's, it's, it's just amazing. It basically, it's like I after you know I I saw I thought it was so. Uh, it was listen, you know I but you know I uh, what got me back in the podcasting was listening to like like watching podcast clips on the internet mm. starting with joe That's rogan yeah interesting and i was like this is a, this is an interesting idea i wish tim ferris did this more I, I don't know if he does doing breaking your podcast into clips finding the interesting sections so uh so that's that's what this podcast started as mm-hmm. a podcast called the tom profit podcast basically i just talk about whatever and uh, you know basically i just interview people kind of asking them the questions that i've always wanted to ask people yeah. 
and giving them to just pick their brain. And it's right. like it's it's kind of like a self development podcast, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. And and it's about filmmaking or it's about anything in life, really. Mm-hmm. There's not really a limit. Um, right. It's just whatever I'm interested in. Whatever I'm interested in, wherever my interest is, is where it should be. Mm-hmm. What the podcast should be about, right? Because that's going to be the that's going to result in the best content, right? Um, and what's going to also happen is it's going to result in the best clips mm-hmm. and best clips for the YouTube algorithm, right? And right. so yeah. each podcast, this podcast might have like 10, 15 clips. I have no idea. Because six hours, we're six and a half hours. Yeah, but I uh, that's what it started as. It was a way to have clips, and Mm -hmm. it still is. I'm still doing clips. Um, it's that's what takes the most time from for this podcast to get it out there because I have to listen to the entire thing. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't listen to it if you know I didn't have to, but I do so I can know what things to cut out. Absolutely, or what things you you know, like what makes a good clip, what what section is a good clip, and Mm -hmm. where it's at. I don't look, I don't watch, I don't rewatch it, but I listen to it on my, I put it on my phone or my, oh, now I'll do it on my iPad. I'll, I'll, uh, you know, I'll, and I have a MP3 player app that allows me to play it. Okay. Stuff. And also take, add bookmarks as the, notes oh, to, yeah. to, to, to what timestamp. Right. Now the issue is the MP3, for some reason it's shorter or, or longer than, than the M than the, than the, mm. than in the editor, right. the video editor. editor. Yeah. Like over time, it's like, it gets, it gets squeezed or stretched. And so it's like, it, it's a different, I have to find it. I have to listen to it mm-hmm. on there based on the bookmark and then listen to it on the computer and be like, okay, that's where the word is. Right. And that's right. where I cut or start, you know, but I basically use that to take notes and I, I come up with clips and then Basically, though, I want I wanted the podcast to be an umbrella that allowed me to talk with anybody about anything mm-hmm. because it's future proof. Yeah. Um, you know, basically, uh, I mean, once uh, once basically I, I uh, that that was what's that that was the hang up for so many years. I wanted to do a podcast since twenty sixteen. That's why I went mm-hmm. like I think or you know, earlier. Yeah. I was like, oh, I really want to start a podcast. How do I do it? What do I talk about? Because I didn't have anything that, interesting to talk mm-hmm. about then. Yeah. Now I do because I talk to and I, I meet people like yourself and all these filmmakers and and doing films. Now you and, found your niche basically. I, yes. And yeah, I basically yeah, yeah, yeah. meet all these people from it. Yeah. And also I can interview my friends or anybody. Right. It's like, it's it, the intro says like, like I interview friends, filmmakers, interesting folks. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw the intro, but it's like, basically I, I get to have the, inter- the, the interviews I wanted to have with anybody mm-hmm. um, and, and um, pick their brain and basically, um, but it's, it can, this, it can evolve in the future. This podcast can be something else. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. And, and so, but it, 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 it it works when you're centering it around your name yeah. or, and who you are as a person. Right, Cause right. And I found that like profitable productions, the company name is profit productions. I, I, I once I was going to call it deep. I was originally years ago. It was, I was going to, if I would have probably did deep work films mm. and then I went with nonprofit films, but that didn't work. That because, doesn't work yet. Yeah. Cause yeah. I, I sound like a nonprofit. I no, I'm not, I'm there. Yeah. To, I need, I need to make money so mm. I can live um, yeah. and do what I want to do. And, and, and uh and then continue to do it um but it was a joke but profit productions is a joke i wanted something that was clever 
and funny, mm -hmm. but also tailored to my name. Yeah. The Tom Profit take is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's perfect. Um, yeah. And Profit Productions, I feel like is 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 great uh, yeah. for me. Uh, but yeah, so Tom Profit take, I love that name, and uh, it started as one camera, one wide angle lens, but it just it made everybody's faces stretched yeah, and distorted, yeah, yeah. and and everybody's biceps looked huge and everything. <laughs> um, and it just didn't look as professional. But now when, right. you know, you get to see the person's face better. It, it's so like much. It's, yeah. it's going to be, it's also, I don't know if you saw, it's going to be split screen. I'm not yeah. going to be cutting back and forth. I'm not going through it's all this split, stuff. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, um, it's wonderful. And then, and then I mean, for the podcast, when I look, listen through it, I, I listen for high, I listen for clips and I also listen to hi, for highlight clips, mm. which are different, which are basically right. like one minute or less clips that I can post to Instagram, like 30 seconds to one minute. Right. Um, or less um, and basically those are things that I use for like the trailer mm -hmm. now I'm starting to do where I just do like a post for per each podcast I put out where it's a trailer and then the thumbnail and it ends on the thumb the thumbnail the and and that'll be the th the, the the thumbnail I use for the Instagram picture uh, video wait so does does the the it goes to the trailer and then the person clicks and it goes to YouTube to watch the whole thing. So where do they, um, where can they on watch Instagram, the there's the, the posts I put out, you know, letting you people know, like, here's the trailer for mm -hmm. the podcast right, with like right. Stash Snyder. Um, and then, and then it ends on a funnier, not Zach serious. Snyder or, yet. <laughs> or, yeah. <laughs> not Zach Snyder. Different Snyder. <laughs> so, um, did I say Zach Snyder? I don't no, know. No, no, no. Um, it, it, it ends with like, or or could start with the um the 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 cover mm -hmm. art of of it with like your name and the and the ta Tom Profit take and right. the slate and then the number I actually do the, I actually add the number to the slate mm, for each nice. picture yeah. and, and also the the thumbnails on YouTube the thumbnails also take time too um because I have to find pictures and all that yeah. um but uh you know it it makes it worth it I think mm -hmm. hopefully it'll make it worth it one day but it's like you do that and then instagram you put it on instagram uh and then if they want to see it though they just i think i put it in there it's like check it out at, at profitproduction.com backslash podcast and um go to you know then you can go to the link uh, i have the link tom profit podcast uh, the the pot the, no the uh, profit productions backslash podcast yeah. I have it backslash podcast just in case I want to change it one day gotcha. to something else. Gotcha. But I, I like Tom Profit Take. Yeah, it's a good name. Yeah. I think it's um, a good name. So I do that. It would have ended up with a bunch of broken links if I didn't name it pot, just podcast. Mm -hmm. If I named it Tom Profit Podcast uh, on the URL, yeah. I would have had to change it. But right. I thought I just put podcast for Profit Productions. Uh, mm -hmm. So, but yeah, like uh, a lot of broken links. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> We'd had uh, pictures of uh, of sad dogs like Amazon does, <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I love how they do that. Um, no. And they have like names for the dogs. But basically, um, like they have a dogs of Amazon. Dogs page. Of Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, basically, uh, wait, I don't want it covering you. Um, sorry. Oh, oh, it you know, just no, yeah, just keep yeah, it there. Keep on the yeah, the, yeah. the coaster, coast. You know, coast. Um, coast. So. Basically, yeah, I started it with that in mind, and and uh, there's the podcast, full podcast, the podcast clips, and then the podcast highlights that go to Instagram. Yeah, it's um, great, and it's just it's just a way of putting putting a bait on hooks, mm -hmm. unlike the way we did for the cop sketch. Where oh we, yeah, we were, yeah, all yeah. three of us right. were trying to put uh the foot the line through the fishing rod, mm -hmm. and David fucking like 
extended it by th thrust, like throwing it, <laughs> and then we hear something fly. And it was said ten and minutes. It, looking we broke for the, it. the yeah. end of it off, and uh, I ended up having to throw out the thing. But uh, it I was think like it was a 20, mess at the end. Twenty forty dollars, but yeah. whatever. I, when, I it, I, when I bought it, when I bought it, I was like, eh, well, I'll be able to fish. Uh, not anymore. <laughs> no, not anymore. <laughs> I'll just buy another one if I want to fish. Yeah. But you know, um, no. Uh, so yeah, the podcast is like fishing, basically mm -hmm. for 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 viewers. But you know, yeah. I basically plant a fishing rod in each with each clip. Mm -hmm. I do. You yeah. know, I'm planting a fishing rod. Yeah. You know. But I, I I think this is a great uh thing and oh, you're you. you're yeah i love i love being on this podcast and just uh enjoying this is I'll very, like, you on the professional podcast, man. yeah this is very like you know a professional setting and yeah. I, you're you're very even though it's on in my parents basement <laughs> <laughs> well nobody knows we cut that out it's, okay. in the, it's in the studio see the walls yeah we're in the studio we're in the studio right now i think it's kind of explanatory that you know when it, with all the, the 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 sinks and whatnot, everything going. We're in the but warehouse studio. We're in a warehouse studio. That's yeah. right. Owned by Thomas Profit Productions. Thomas Pro Pro Profit Productions. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, I, mean, I may no, end up cutting is, that out, but not. Yeah, really. no, no. I don't know. But no, no, no. I started with my really... friend's podcast, Kara's podcast, with talking about that. But uh, whatever. Yeah. But no, it's I. I just I. The, my experience from this take is like, as I said, I. It's you are very professional with that, oh, thank and, you, and thank I, I love it. Yeah, I love it. You, you have you, a good... yourself too. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's, uh, and I think you're going to take this far and okay, everything. Thanks. So yeah, yeah. I, I feel like uh, from what I've heard, and and it's like you hear Joe Rogan talk about it a million times, mm -hmm. and I yeah, honestly like I feel like you know if people watch this and they're like, are you trying to copy Joe Rogan? Am I? It, 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 does it look like what he does? Is it, is it look like a copycat thing? I don't. Probably. I mean, if it does, uh, like, we'll I'll, do I'll tell you this. Similar. It was from watching his show and getting a, becoming a fan of his show years ago that I was like, now I know how to do my podcast. Right. Because I think one of the reasons why his works from the main, many reasons, it's like, it's it's the Joe Rogan experience. It's based on his name. And it's and it's basically it's it's clever it's it's interesting it's like Jimi Hendrix experience, mm -hmm. and it's basically, um, it's it's like, it's it's open ended, right? And he doesn't come he doesn't have an iPad or anything sitting in front of him. I don't think notes like he just goes and does it. Yeah, I I actually really liked having this this thing here that I could it's, check I could check off each question right as I asked it and I was like okay I know I asked that I love that I, there's no way I would have been able to do this for 6 mm -hmm. hours without oh, yeah, that yeah, without, now I might re-listen to this and think what the fuck were we doing <laughs> I doubt it we're I think I think we asked some really interesting questions oh, yeah, we absolutely. talked about a lot of interesting stuff yeah. and this was like a roadmap for doing mm -hmm. that and I, yeah. I really appreciate that yeah. being able to use that um Dude, yeah. we're at six hours and thirty-seven minutes. I think this is we go to perfect. seven hours. You want to go? So, oh, no, I'm kidding. I gotta go. No, we'll, yeah. we'll we'll wrap before that. We'll wrap soon. But yeah, no, it's the podcast is just this. Uh, it's a it's a vehicle for me to just. Yeah, the, the, and the other things I love about podcasts are like like but but well, let me wrap up the first thing. Basically, the fact that it, it, this this feels like something where even if nobody ever watches it for years, mm -hmm. I'd probably still do it. Right. Yeah. Because it's a I'm not doing it every week. Um, I'm trying to do like one or two uh, each month. Mm -hmm. 
um, with base. And basically, you know, we and and I try to do it with guests that are interesting that I really want to pick their brain about. Mm-hmm. Like I'm hoping that I, I have some guests coming up that I'm super stoked about that I've been wanting to talk to for for a long time. Right. I'm super excited to talk to them and 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 just ask them questions and 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 uh you know if they don't want to do like a six hour interview <laughs> then we don't have to but <laughs> like i really am looking forward to that i wouldn't have that opportunity if it weren't for the podcast oh yeah probably yeah absolutely what what am i supposed to hit up some person who i follow on instagram or something and say hey do you want to have a a, a four a three a two to six hour interview mm-hmm. yeah wouldn't it's, happen it's, it wouldn't happen but because you have yeah you you have now the the your this becomes product. a platform for them right exactly. even though nobody's watching it but but i t- as long as you take it seriously as the person who's doing mm-hmm. the show i take it seriously you look at this this is some serious shit. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's why like, I said. I mean, it's like it's we're shooting studio. on cinema we're cameras. Yeah, like, cinema they're cameras, cinema cameras. Like, you're, yeah. Why would you do that for a podcast? Right. Well, I want it to be taken seriously. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I want. I want to look at it and be like, this looks like a movie. I like right. it. Um. Now it's a bitch for <laughs> for storage, because this is going to be several terabytes. This is going to be a terabyte. It's going to be a lot or two. Of, a lot of going a terabyte and, and stuff, a terabyte yeah. and a quarter. Watch. Yeah. This whole thing. I might have to delete the files once I'm done with it. I, I haven't started deleting files yet. Yeah. I, pr- I I move them over to a specific drive specific for that, mm-hmm. for files from podcasts, like the footage files. Yeah. I'm debating whether I should keep them for posterity in case I ever want to go back and regrade mm-hmm. it. Yeah. It's um depends don't i don't I mean, know if it's like 10 hours it's it's hard it's not it's yeah, probably it's, it's it, going to build up and i'm going to be like all right once it's out once the podcast is out and i have the the files saved and i know it's like like after a while i'll start deleting them i think right um cuz i'm a, it's a hoarder's mindset but <laughs> you know cuz once you delete the the raw files you can never regrade it you can right. never yeah. you can never fix the but at least I still have it. I still have the files, like the, the video, and they're, yeah. they're not they're not going to take up that much storage. But right. like a terabyte and a quarter for a podcast like this. This was a serious, like se- almost seven hour podcast. Yeah, definitely. Like I never anticipated this. <laughs> um, on two cameras, like yeah. So yeah, we're gonna um, so, so yeah, I'll probably have to delete them. Um, once after a while from the podcast being out and i know that i haven't gotten any complaints like oh something's like it's not synced up right no no because if something's not synced up right and i delete it it's fucked like we yeah. probably can't fix it um right. but like like i like like my editing process for my podcast is like really kind of haywire and i i have to organize it a bit better because mm. it's easy that i could bump something and move something and, and fuck something up but uh and not know it until like put it out there um but you know, it, then again, I scrubbed through the fo- the video just to check like at different points. I didn't move something around like the the video didn't. I didn't unsync the video from the sound. You know, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I make sure that I don't fuck something up. Um, so it's a big process, basically. There, there are probably there are probably process. some mistakes that I make in terms of like yeah. I, I accidentally deleted a like a text that I put over the video somewhere uh, that was supposed to be a note for you know. Like, like if I said something wrong, I might have deleted it or something mm-hmm. later in the process before I exported it or whatever. I don't know. That could happen. I hope not. But, um, yeah, basically, um, yeah, the podcast is just, it's, it's a vehicle for self-improvement, um, first hmm. and it's, and yeah. it's a vehicle for my curiosity and it's a vehicle for, for self so getting better as it talking at talking yeah. to people and interviewing people and 
and having fun and, mm-hmm. and getting to know my friends better and and getting helping other people get to know my friends right. better if i if it becomes successful, successful yeah and then return them back you know like yeah. have the guests back i hope i'll be back yeah this dude i hope so and, uh, we're you gonna, know we're gonna go for a 10-hour podcast what, 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 not really <laughs> um, about when, when i get my uh dude know, i didn't i thought series. this would be like a two-hour podcast i thought it'd be on the shorter end i thought because oh. I, I after that, that the, the screening party, I was like, I didn't have much to talk about with Stas. I wonder why. This, I was like, what? What is this? This is why we I'm were saving here. it for this. Exactly. This That's is what perfect, happened. Perfect I was like, time. okay, all right, yeah. that makes sense. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, and you know what? With my podcast, I used to do it at the end of a writing day, a long writing mm. day, where I was just exhausted. Yeah. I don't do that anymore. No, I no, I have a day specific. Now I I just I have days specific for this. It's for, to, specific yeah. for the podcast. All the work on that day goes towards the podcast right. and making it great and good, you know? Right. But uh, basically, um, yeah, so the podcast is is a great way for me to kind of talk to people mm-hmm. and hopefully one day talk to people I idolize and filmmakers oh, I yeah. really want to work with and or understand or wouldn't get the ch- chance to talk to. Yeah. Maybe I get to talk to them on the podcast. Yeah. And uh, you will. You yeah, will. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not oh. a big fan of, of like, I, I've never tried it though. I'm not, I'm not sure if I'd ever want to do, um, like remote podcasts where like I, I do like a, like, on, like a video chat with somebody, unless I couldn't do it any other way. Well, that's what my podcasts are, like oh, okay. I do, but I don't have a video. What is it like? It's like, a, I mean, I get on Zoom and I just record the yeah. conversation and I work with a, a voice file. I don't work with video. I just yeah. record us. Yeah, and don't, don't work with video. It's, no, it's no, a no, pain I in the ass. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's harder. It, but you can't get it out very fast. Yeah, see, mine's Unless just, you have a Jamie or something. Right, right. And I'm not that, like, sophisticated like you are. But uh, I just, I'm not, yeah, I just, it's just an audio file. Mm-hmm. And I just order edit audio file and I just yeah. shoot out. I put do some you, music in there. Do you cut things up? Yeah, I cut in segments. I cut, but I I cut it after the fact, like you know, yeah. I, because I have a same thing as your questions roadmap, whatever. Yeah. A, and and then I just go go through the points, and then things that I need to cut out, I cut things out, and then I put the. Do music you cut a lot of things thing. out? Is there like how many cuts? Uh, like if you were to like say you slice this out of the podcast and then this, how many yeah. things do you slice out usually on average? If you can, if you can guess, like give me a ballpark number or a range. Slice. You uh, like like how many? pieces do you slice out probably like maybe like good 20 pieces mm, okay 25. i mean there there are a lot i mean there's a lot it's it's just for me it's different this if the sound is the person says like you know um a lot or whatever uh i try to like i try to make it i don't different. i wouldn't bother with that yeah because like if you if you here's my, the thing when one of the other things that's great about podcasts is when and when you listen to it over again yeah you you pay attention to all the times you say um all this shit right right when you re-listen to it and 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 then and then you know that and you hate yourself for it and then the next podcast you do it less do it less yeah podcast you do it less because you keep re-listening to it i i I can tell you like i don't know if i'd ever give up on re-listening to my podcasts even for the sake of speed i might but Mm -hmm. I feel that part of the process, part of the f- feedback mechanism uh, that gets me better at podcasts is re-listening to it over right. and learning kind of like a, a football player rewatches his or a boxer or fighter rewatches, you know, videos. rewatches yeah. the video yeah, yeah, right. of the fight and, you know, assesses it and figures out, okay, what could I have done better? Right. I do that. And I think about that when I pop, 
do podcasts and you you learn based on that like what can you do better mm -hmm. um so yeah, yeah it's perfect perfect yeah perfect <laughs> sorry I'm I, I, no, no. <laughs> it's perfect well, it's perfect it's perfect it's perfect it's perfect perfect for meisner meisner just right. how we started um so well, you do you want to tie a bow on it we'll wrap it up now or do you have anything else you want to talk about no i think we covered a lot of different dude things. my brain right now how's your how's your brain feeling? I, seven hour podcast this is my first one this is my first being guest on the podcast yeah, the first man. interview as an actor and coming in and you know dude, this is great that was a good one i love it so, so um hopefully many more yeah man that's, that's um, what we'll hope for basically uh so stas filmmaker uh actor extraordinaire your <laughs> likes uh favorite one of his favorite filmmaker or actors is, is surian mckellen he came here right. dressed spiffy like like well inspired no I, by... I i i came in a little bit dressed like uh you know robert Downey jr oh okay so okay. yeah yeah, I yeah, I yeah. I dig it. I dig it. <laughs> yeah he's I'm, I'm a bit underdressed i'm sorry i didn't get the the fishing vest it's actually i should have fucking put it on but whatever Nah, I'm gonna. Sorry. I think it's probably best I just wear what I wear. Um, it's but, perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. Um, because people be like looking at the thumbnail, like, why is he? Why, why is he? Why is he looking like a fisherman and he looks like? He's like, yeah. What is that? A skid going? I don't on think. It, I, think like I don't think it would have worked. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. I didn't. Um, because <laughs> I thought about it coming in. I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that. But I didn't. Yeah, I just completely blanked on it. Um, yeah. Olympic weightlifter Stas, and then also you, uh, you hammer throw, hammer thrower, do a ham, hammer thrower podcast. You want to plug the podcast, by the way? Plug the podcast. Your podcast on on Spotify. Or uh, oh oh, in yeah, this, your podcast. Oh, oh yeah yeah, and the podcast, podcast yeah. yeah, and and uh, yeah, my podcast is uh, Hammerball Radio, and it's on Spotify, and uh, it's also on um, Apple Podcasts. Mm -hmm. You can find it, and if you go on. Thing that I just have. Wait a second. What was that? The anchor. Okay. You go on anchor. I think I yeah, I think uh yeah, I have that, yeah. I'm not sure. But yeah, Spotify, uh Spotify and Apple Podcasts is the most what people uh use, so it's hammerball radio. Yeah, go check just, it out before you become a Spotify exclusive. Spotify exactly. This gets a yeah. hundred million dollar number. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I have to pay for all the music have to, that I use that's uh, I, I I don't know if we'd ever see something like that again. Because Joe Rogan's like the number one, and he started podcasting at the very beginning with yeah. with when it started out. So, yeah. like I I I I don't do this, and and I'll copy, you know, the ways he does things because I want to be like like I want to. I think I'll make a hundred million dollars one day mm -hmm. from it. I don't. No. It's it's because it's because of what I told you. It's like you you basically. It's so much fun being able right. to sit down and talk to people. Yeah, absolutely. And, Have a and conversation. All, and you end up with so much content to put out there. Now, granted, it's not as good as of like content of like like a film that you write and script mm -hmm. and direct and and shoot, but it's like and you edit and you you because you know, but and and that's that's like that's where it's compressed. All the ideas are compressed and everything with filmmaking. But with this, it's just you just it, it frees you up. It's free. Yeah, it's yeah, so absolutely. freeing, dude. Yeah. We did a. We're almost to seven hours. It's ten minutes from seven hours, but, so, I'm, I'm, but I'm, I'm trying not to drag it yeah, out. No, no, it's good. No, but um, uh, any other places you want to plug, like Instagram? Um, yeah, I mean, go go check my Instagram, Snyder Stas. Snyder Stas. Are there any are there any any characters in it? 
uh, characters. I'll, I'll no, try. I to... just I I just use that Instagram as basically for my yeah. uh, hammer throwing, weightlifting, oh, okay. and I'll try, I'll try to tag together. you in this and whatnot. Yeah, um, well, you usually do. Yeah, post, yeah, you know. Um, my, my tag. I don't think there's anything. So I, I think that's yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, check uh, out my MBD page. Yeah, you have an IMDb. Do, do, do you have a Do you have an IMDb Pro? Or I do something? have IMDb. Pro. I have to do that. I have to get that yeah. all set up for myself. It's, it's it's a good tool. It's a good yeah. tool to use. You basically you basically are able to add um you know your pro. I heard some from somebody you're able to add uh pro you know that yourself to projects. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, the one that you worked on. And stuff I have to that. do. I have to. <clears throat> I have to add um my projects to that do you know anything about that adding your own projects to imdb no not right now but yeah i have to <clears throat> look into that yeah. yeah um yeah i gotta figure that out okay um well i uh so this was sponsored by what i'm just kidding <laughs> um, by the water but man, no. i appreciate the fuck out of you coming on here and and giving me a, a fire podcast for <laughs> Seven hours, dude. We awesome. are literally at the six hour and fifty one minute. Well, we that's go. when when you. Have, well, we're gonna cut some things yeah, out, but, so it's not gonna be seven hours. But that's when you have good, yeah. good things to talk about. That's when you know you get just. Uh, that's you know, when you know it's not it's legit good... when you're cutting things out of a pod. No, right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I feel like it's cheating, but yeah. you know, like like if you ever on like Joe Rogan, he, he you'd say, "Can we cut this out?" Like I hear, like he's like, "It's live, bitch." <laughs> it's <laughs> it's like, going live. I think no, I, I, I respect that discipline, but I think uh, they talked about cutting out the part with Elon Musk, like smoking weed on there. Yeah, because yeah they realized, got, like some because he yeah. that actually endangered his uh, his uh, top secret clearance. He has a top right. secret clearance, and I think that uh, I think it's funny that he he then went when he uh, Joe Rogan later had him on another episode. He's like asking about aliens, and, and he's like, I don't buy it. Yeah, like, <laughs> like all, with all the cameras out there, Elon's like, right, I don't right, buy right. it. He's trying to keep his top secret yeah. clearance. Oh, yeah, he knows absolutely. about the aliens. He's just, he's just not allowed to tell no, us. not allowed to tell us. <laughs> he's, he's not putting it at a risk. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, but, I no. appreciate it. So anyway, yeah. anything else? Oh, no. I just want to say thanks so much yeah, for man. having me. And, uh, thanks for having me. Know, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you I always having. said that by accident. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, no, I didn't mean that. <laughs> no, but no, absolutely. Uh, it's been a great experience and yeah. great discussion. And I, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to more guests that you will have. And yeah, everybody should you. go and check out your podcast. Would you, and you had, you were on the podcast. What would you say to somebody who's thinking about coming on the podcast or whatever? I would say absolutely come. Dude. Absolutely do yeah. it. And it's, it's a great way. Uh, your testimonial that I can put on the podcast. On the podcast. Yeah, absolutely come. And it's, it's, you're going to have a great discussion and you're going to have tons of fun. Yeah. That's 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 what I my take it. on it. Absolutely. Mind if I put that in quotes and put it somewhere? Yes. Put All it right. put, put it put it on like uh, you know. And I'll, I'll leave next this, time. Put it on the water bottle. I'll leave the right remaining there. part of what we're saying in the quotes. Like you mind yeah. if I put that in quotes? Yeah, man. Put yeah, it on the water bottle. The <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next time we don't have to hide the labels. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, All right, thanks th so okay, much. Thank you again. Uh, fist pounder. Uh, yeah. All right. It's been fun. Tom Profit, take nine. We'll catch you on the flip side and cut that's a wrap thank god that's a wrap all right thanks for listening or watching hope you enjoyed this podcast for notes and links to things mentioned on the show my films the video version of the podcast or select the clips from each episode go to profitableproductions.com backslash podcast profitable is spelled like my name with two f's two t's also for updates on future episodes follow me on instagram at tom profit take and at profitable productions thanks again catch you on the next take